With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. A good morning, everybody. Happy, happy, happy sports Saturday with the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano on a Fox Sports Saturday Another big college football weekend, NFL, we're ready to go. But what we saw this week was sheer dominance, and that should be the title and the focus of this morning's program. The fellas live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes, could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com. For a free rate quote, big bleeping link. <laughs> hey, what's happening, Kevin? Let's talk dominance for a second. Dominance? My brother. Big word. Because dominance. this is what is the week of dominance. It began Saturday night in Baton Rouge. Oh, my. That wasn't dominance. That was just unfair. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even going to give you that dominance. And that was just unfair. That was just wrong on so many levels. Because, look, I like parity. I might be one of the few out there. I like parity. I don't like total dominance. I don't. Not on any level, not on any sport, not in any league. Because I want to see other teams have a chance. 
for me, you watch someone like LSU <laughs> comes in ranked at the top five, or on the verge of probably hitting the college football playoff, and they look like they absolutely have no chance because they're not as complete as Alabama. Now, there were times their defense did what they were supposed to do. You went out there, you made some stops, you got the, your offense the ball back. But the second half was a total collapse because you had no offense. And then you, on the other side, you see Tua go down when he gets hit in the knee. You're like, oh, oh, they didn't even put Jalen Hurts in. That's how deep they are. They didn't even go with Jalen Hurts. They were like, okay, yeah. well, he'll be all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and they still found a way to control the game and shut up everybody in Death Valley. And I got to tell you, man, I, I, you, you talk about, I, it, it's unfortunate because I don't like that. I don't like you see the same per, same team. I'm not taking anything away from Alabama. They're a great university. They they put no, themselves I, I know, there. I, I know what you're, I know what you're but, saying. But, I mean, but for goodness, just give me someone else. Let me see another uniform. Yeah. It was. I, I turned off the TV. I turned well, away the game. Do you feel like that like, about Golden State? Golden State, absolutely. Yeah, New yeah. England. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of seeing the same ones in that yeah. position of success. And with and and with what's really more than anything, you already know where the Patriots. The Patriots have done it for two decades. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. I mean, <laughs> I mean look, the life of Brady's career. It's My goodness. So, so it's uh, you know I, total dominance, uh, um, yeah, and, and it yeah, was. Yeah. I mean, like, but but it was like what we saw what was something that was you called it unfair, <laughs> and maybe it is because nobody should be that good in in your eyes, right? Like you're a parody man. Yeah, no one and, should be that good that consistently in college because here, yeah, and, here's and the here's thing. the kicker though. Like, this is the kick in the nuts. The kick in the nuts is that they were dominant before. Right. But now they're super dominant. This is the best team they've ever had. Yeah. And that's frightening because what have they done with the other teams? All they've done is won national championships. Exactly. What, Saban's got five, right? Something like that, the last count? I mean... This is the this is the most complete team, and we're not talking about a senior led. You know, this is not a senior quarterback, if you will. <laughs> I, I I don't know what to say. It it, it really it, and uh, I'm I'm like I said I might be the minority here, but I don't think no, it's fun I, watch. I, yeah, I mean I don't, I don't I don't I don't I don't it, it's not it's not something that I'm looking. Oh, I can't wait to see that game because there's after well, all here, here's here's the problem with what Alabama does. By dominating LSU, is it takes the air out of the rest of the season? Right. Like last week, I was like, "Oh man, we can't wait! We got some incredible matchups." And we went through them. Right, Michigan, Penn State. That was a route. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. You got you know Alabama, LSU, and you know I, as much as I was into it and couldn't wait for it, you know by the second half, I, like everybody else, you go, uh, uh, "All right." You know, ball game. You can go to bed. You know, yeah. go to bed in third quarter if you want. I, I looked mean, down at my notes, and unbeknownst to me, really, I, I didn't really notice it. I looked down at my notes after watching that game, because I'm not exaggerating. I looked down at my notes, and I wrote in big letters in the middle of my page, who can beat Alabama? Yeah. Question well, we, mark, question mark. We've been talking about it all year long, and, and the answer is nobody. That's the short answer. The the matchup, like you can ask yourself, like who do you want to see? There's only one team I want to see play him now. Who Michigan? There's only one, uh, yeah, I mean, I, maybe Clemson. I mean, obviously Clemson's been 
crushing people. I don't know that Clemson, you know, I, I mean, I'll throw them in the mix. I guess there's two teams I want to see him play. But I really, I would prefer to see him play Michigan because of the defense. And I don't know, you know, maybe the Michigan defense can slow him down. Yeah, I don't know I if you're. I don't well, see there. Here's the thing. Here, it, it, I don't see anyone pitching a shutout against Alabama. So when you talk about a defense slowing them down, you also have to have to have an offense that can score. Correct, and I don't think Michigan. I don't know who's efficient there. enough out there on offense to score against. See, a it's high funny. You human, probably you, you would say Clemson, right? Like, if you if you were to combine Clemson's now, Clemson's got a good front, obviously, but yeah, yeah. If you were to combine Clemson's offense and Michigan's defense, then maybe you stand a chance. Yeah, and I, mean, I said stand only- a chance. But right, you know right. that's that, that's that's right. unlikely to happen. I mean, and that, and that's the most unfortunate part about it. And again, I'm not taking anything away from Alabama. Certainly deserve everything no, no, they have. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just going. You know, listen, um, I they, they were only uh, part one of the dominance that I <laughs> yeah. saw this week. I, I want to get into more of the dominance as it goes on, but I wanted to start here because it's it's you know a college football Saturday. We're getting ready for another Saturday. Right. They play Mississippi State today. They always play Mississippi State following LSU. Right. Is there a letdown? No. I mean, no. you know, no. there could be. Please. But the problem I, I appreciate is you talking it up, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, right. But the problem is, is that Mississippi State can't, I mean, quite frankly, just can't score. Right. That's the thing. You got to score points. You got to score some points. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, and that, and that's why Michigan probably loses by double digits. Yep. Or thirty. Yeah. Um, and then Clemson, I think you know Clemson's front front seven are pretty pretty good. I mean, some of the best in the country. Uh, but two, I don't two think picks them apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think they wear them down because they're not able to get anything really done on on offense or the turnovers coming to view. They get gashed. I yeah. mean, man. Uh, yeah. Listen, that ACC stinks. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know, again, and, and I don't know. Maybe some magic, magic happens under the moon of Chestnut Hill, but I don't see. Uh, I, I don't. I, I mean, who's any good in that, in that conference? Uh, I mean, NC State lost a wake. Yeah, but, but I mean, but know. but see, that, that's that's the thing. We we get so enthralled with dominance. We get so enthralled with the unblemished record. We have to remember that they're the, the reason why these conferences are put together. They're supposed to be competitive. You're supposed to have teams that 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 can beat another one. You, you, it's not supposed to just go cruise through like you're not even doing anything. Like like you know, a hot knife through through butter. It's not supposed to be that easy. So we're looking for like, especially when it comes to the SEC, we're looking for somebody who can challenge. You can't even say that SEC East champion Georgia is really going to give them a good game after what you saw. And how does that prove to be interesting? How is that? How 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 are you? Uh, no, I can't I, wait to see that. Yeah, I, no, I think they destroyed Georgia. Yeah, no, they're, they're, that's not a good game. I don't think so at all. I mean, you know, forget about like I just glossed right over the SEC title game. I, I think now what you need to do if you're, I think. The sport needs to expand, playoff wise. Well, yeah, yeah. Because here's There's the no thing, you, you know, like, look, they're dominant and everything else. 
but you got to give it. You got to you got to make it a tougher road by playing more games on them. Well, right. Like even, the I more mean, games, the more chances you get exposed. The more cha- I hate to say injury, but the the more attrition. Maybe that's a better word. The more there's a chance for a little bit of attrition. That's. I, I mean. That, that's. That's. I mean. That seems right. I mean. You know. It, it's frustrating in the sense that from an analytical standpoint, where we sit right now, what's frustrating to me is that you could be looking forward to today, for example. You have Alabama, number one, playing against Mississippi State. I'm not sure where they're ranked right off the top of my head. But I do know this. Mississippi State has, Mississippi State has the sixth best, best defense in the country, statistically. Oh, man, that sounds like a great game. Hey, guess what? Alabama's favored by 23. <laughs> and I think it's light. <laughs> See, that's my point. How is that fun to watch? You know, it's nuts. <laughs> you know, it's even crazier. You're favored by 23. If you want to bet them in the first half, you know what it is? How much? Take a guess the line is. I don't know. Just here, go ahead. <laughs> well, right, well, well, it would stand the reason that if they're favored by 23, right? That in the first half they would be favored by at least 11 by least and a half. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Okay, right. Right, like you split in half. Yeah. They're favored by 17 in the first half. <laughs> Only favored less in the second half because they know they're going to put in their, their second and third half. Yes! <laughs> like, that's insane, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. But no, you're right. What it does is it takes the steam out of your Saturday. Like, you right. know, you look at the Michigan State, Ohio State, and you go, all right, I'm, I'm in, you know. But really, what does it matter, right? That's it. That's exactly right. It doesn't. You know, Mississippi State's ranked 16th. They might be ranked 100. Right now, let's just go ahead and finish the season and just give them the crown and go move on. Let's move on to college basketball. You you know, well, but then you have Duke over there, so don't don't go. Well, there you go. You you uh, you stole my second lead. We'll come back. I want to continue the dominance because what I saw from Duke. Uh, it was jaw dropping. I literally jaw dropping. Ah, uh, 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 my my jaw was like dipping, and uh, my mouth agape, and I was did not believe what I saw. It was a sheer um, scary, scary. If did you watch the game? Yeah, well, I don't All think right. it would call it a game, but I watched it. All right, I, I want to get into that too because. That's part two of Dominance. We're the fellas. We're just getting started. We'll break down this weekend for you. We'll get you all set up with picks, and we'll go through the uh, the storyline, which is Dominance. And there's a lot of it. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, we're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. So what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And uh, today's theme is dominance. And before we get more into the program, we got to do a little housekeeping work. I always got to catch up with my boy. Cuz, how was your week, man? It was, uh, it was okay. (laughs) Just okay? Yeah. Let me ask you something. So I'm I'm, I'm in the Bay Area. I did a, I emceed the Bolitnikoff crab feed last night. Um, oh man, I wanted to go to that. Well, we'll we'll get you out of here. We've been going on strong for eighteen years, so we'll get you out of here. So it was it was a great time. Um, ended rather late uh, for my standards because you know I had to get up and, and work the show. But 
have you ever been in a hotel in the middle of the night when you're actually in good sleep? And let me preface this by saying that I, I suffer from sleep apnea, which is a, a sleep disorder where you stop breathing. So I have a mouthpiece, uh, orthotic mouthpiece, custom made mouthpiece to help me promote better sleep. For the last two weeks, I was without my mouthpiece because it had broken. I had to get a new one. I had to order and it took forever. Um, so I had trouble getting sleep over the last couple of weeks. I mean, been dog tired, been sick and all the other crap. But so this time around, I finally got my mouthpiece. I got it on Thursday, had a good night's sleep on Friday or yeah, Friday, uh, or the Thursday to Friday. And then last night got to bed, got in bed probably about 1030 when the event was over, have to get up at one cause I'm way in East Hills. I got to drive at least an hour to get to the city for the station. And the fire alarm goes off at five at one a.m. Oh, Deep sleep. <laughs> Scared the living mess out of me because you hear this like, ah. and now all these things are going. <laughs> this loud room. Please exit. Do not use the elevators. Please. I'm like, oh my god. It's thirty three degrees outside right now in, in the Bay Area. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So, um, I'm, I don't, I don't, I tell, don't, no one at home do this. <laughs> I didn't move out of bed. I was like, part of my, part of my, and this is how tired I was, or still am. I said, part of my, if my ass is going to burn up, it's going to burn up in bed. I'm becoming, I'm not moving. You didn't get out? I didn't get out. I didn't get out. Look, I took my time. I woke up. My heart was pounding. I was What's going on in that state, man? I know. I know. I know. Trust me. I thought about all around with that. God forbid in that (sighs) state. It's, What's it's, happening it's, and all? Oh my! God. I'm and that brings me to my point because I've got a lot of friends in Southern California, and I know a lot of people in Northern California. My heart goes out to you. Please oh. uh, stay safe and, uh, and 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 protect your family and your loved ones, and you know things and things that happen. I wasn't trying to make jest of the situation. No, I no, I know, I I know you were. I'm yeah. more for your own. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. safety, like right. because you, you know, we all sell fire alarm, false alarm, blah blah blah, but not anymore. Not anymore. No, not anymore. And, and but in this day and age, like when, like I said, my point was, I was so doggone tired, oh, and man. I was just like, oh, I know I got to get up in a little bit. I know I got to drive over the city. I know I got a show to do, but I really don't want to move right now. <laughs> Finally, getting some sleep, so it's long overdue. No, so, I know. I know I, that. I know the feeling. I, I yeah. remember being in, involved in an earthquake when I was out there, mm-hmm. and it was the middle of the night, and I wake up, and you know that Marriott that's a tower. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So well, I'm in that hotel. Yeah, but I know what you're on. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, uh, so I'm in there and I'm like on the <laughs> top floor, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And like the windows were, I had the windows open, right? The mm-hmm. drapes were open. So I wake up and it, the I look outside, like, a, like you immediately turn to the window. Right. And it was askew. Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, it was like the, it, the like it wasn't horizontal. I, I was like, huh? And oh, you were that sudden, disoriented? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's going on yeah. there, man? And you know, these towers are built, especially yeah. in California, where the earthquake can, it, are possible. It's supposed They're to stand to worth give. Stand a certain level. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so I'm looking, I'm going, uh, how come like I'm like to the side? Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you hear that, that, that screeching noise oh, yep, yep. that scares you to death. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even know what to grab. Like, I was one of those, like, I got to, should I grab something from my room? I didn't know, you know? And I wound up grabbing, like, my laptop. 
I don't even know why. <laughs> Laptop of all things. I took yeah. my time getting dressed. By the time I got dressed and I was kind of coherent, then the, the, the fire marshal that came across, it was like it was a smoke detector. Sorry for the inconvenience. Everything's fine. There is no fire. There's no emergency. You can go back to your rooms now. They announced it over the PA system. And I had just grabbed all my stuff and I was just looking like this glossy eyed stare because I saw myself in the mirror. I was like, okay, where am I? What do I need to do? Uh, we got to get, got to get your mind around you because you got to go, got to go do a show. And so I just said, okay, well, let me just grab my bag and jump on the road and go over to the city. Here we go. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I, I, so, that's, that's brutal too, dude. Cause like yeah. you're out of a deep sleep. Oh you're man. Looking- that was, yeah, that's just it. So it's, it's, it's going to be, I, fortunately for enough, I got a relatively light day today. Don't have any college football work today, but, um, in a relatively light day. And then I can try to get some rest and catch up before tomorrow's game. Good, 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 good. So, uh, well, you need some rest for that game. I don't need rest for that game. There's not going to be much to talk about. <laughs> Unless you're a Charger fan. <laughs> I didn't want me to talk of the Chargers. <laughs> Boy, they really look good today. <laughs> I, I was we got reading, the rest of the crew to introduce, so we'll get get to that in a moment as well. What were you saying, Cus? I, I Just one note of seriousness with the fires. I was reading a, uh, a story in the Sacramento Bee, and it's just frightening just how quickly – the fires just can engulf right right like it just the you know, the campfire um my actually the one in paradise yeah actually let me bring i was sam here yeah i was sam the the fire in paradise they talk about edgewood lane a narrow dead-end street in paradise and god forbid they talk about the people that were stuck in their cars and engulfed by flames. Yeah. He, he, the, the look, he said, their wheels melted into the asphalt and sagging electric wires hanging overhead. I mean, no, homes. It's a, it's a nightmare. Right? It's a nightmare. Oh, my God. It, the, I know that um, there's a, uh, a par- paradise, downtown paradise is gone. Uh, there's oh. this, like, set town in and around L.A. where they shot a lot of westerns and, like, Westworld, that burned up kevin kevin figures could also i'm sure he knows about this some of this too and uh yeah it's it's horrible this happened last year same time it, it just, well that's what they're talking yeah. about i'm up in the bay area right now guys yeah. and when i landed yesterday in oakland airport oakland hills are only probably about five six miles away from the airport it's not that it's not that long it's you can usually see them i landed at the airport the 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 the, the, the haze from the the smoke and the fires was so thick had absolutely zero visibility. Uh, the Oakland oh Airport Hilton, where I normally Real. stay, is less than one mile off a of site of the airport. I couldn't see the Hilton. That's how thick it was. And now everybody's walking around with masks because the air quality, and that's Northern California. You know, you guys down to Southern California, I know a lot of people in Ventura and the Malibu area, you know, and the hearts and the thoughts go out to them as well. You guys can speak to that. Uh, because just this time of year with the air quality and everything else, things just stay placed. And for Northern California, just as Iowa was talking about, one year ago is when they had the Santa Rosa Napa fires. Yeah. They're still, re- yeah. Reco- re- you know, still, still recovering from that. At some point, no. there will be nothing left to burn. I mean, it's just what I have to think. It's, it's so frightening. And, and, you know, that's out of a, I mean, that's, that's just sheer horror. You know, perishing in, in in flames is just sheer horror. It it just is. 
the uh, mayor for Paradise, Jody Jones, said that uh, 80 to 90% of the homes are gone. Wow. Two of the three grocery stores in town burned to the ground. And this is mostly a retirement community. A lot of a lot of seniors living there, living in paradise. Oh my lord, Figgy, uh, you're following this story. Obviously, it it's just it's it's frightening. Is the only way to put it. And our hearts go out to uh, those people involved. Absolutely, in paradise and and out here in the Thousand Oaks Malibu area, like Link talked about, a lot of people that I know uh, personally, I don't. Uh, they family members and and and. Things of that nature have been displaced, and I know uh, one who was a listener to our local affiliate called and said he actually watched his home burn down, watched it burn to the ground, and the helpless feeling, knowing there was nothing you could do about it. I can only imagine being in that situation. I guess the only fortunate thing is, like, like, you know, thank God he was able to get out and he was able to survive, but, I mean, you know, that's, that's your home. That's everything that you own that you have to sit there and watch literally go up in flames right in front of your eyes i can only imagine what that feels like oh i i mean ju- just the, the the sheer terror of being caught in 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 worse which is like i mean god forbid it, it, it's a it's a tragedy when you lose your home and all your belongings and all the things that mean the, the most to you but i mean to have your life exactly and, no and doubt. you know the the if you Hear people describe how quickly these fi- like these balls, giant balls of fire, just engulf woof, woof, uh, houses mm-hmm. and that string of cars. They were trapped. Awful people stuck in their car. There were nine dead. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. It's a uh, it, and you know, like you hope. I, and this is what second year. I mean, they're always bad, but this the last two years have been have been dramatically. Well, they, worse. they, they yeah. have yeah, yeah. They have fires every year in California. You know, some more significant than others. But in recent history, you're talking about last year at this time was the Napa and Santa Rosa one, and now you have this one. And, then and then the, then, what makes ahead. it so much, sorry, like not to cut you off. What makes uh-huh. it so much worse is the fact that we're going through, and we have been for a few years now, a bit of a drought. We just don't get a lot of rainfall, um, yeah. and so that doesn't help. You know, that doesn't help at all. No, I mean everything just dries out. I right. mean, without you know, when you're and and now all of a sudden you know there's one spark and and everything just mm-hmm. just erupts. No and, doubt. You know, it's it's so weird because it, on the East Coast we we're, we're getting inordinate amount of rain. Like it rains like three days, three four days a week, mm-hmm. which it never had done. So it's just the weather patterns changing, just just horrible. All right, Fig, take it away. Lighten it up with some sports and our trending, buddy. All right, well, uh, start there with some action in the NBA on a Friday night. The Jazz getting a victory over the Kyrie Irving-less Boston Celtics, 123-115. Former Jazz forward Gordon Hayward returning to Utah, scored just 13 points of 3-9 and nine shooting on the night. Kyrie was not in the arena. He was attending his grandfather's memorial service. Elsewhere, Joel Embiid in Philadelphia scoring 42 points for the Sixers. They beat the Hornets in overtime, 133-132. to You had the Pacers beating the Heat, getting their fourth straight road victory. Pistons hammered the Hawks. Sacramento getting 25 points from Willie Cauley-Stein, 121-110, to their victory over the Timberwolves. 
Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Couple of college football games as well on Friday. Boise State coming back to beat number 23, Fresno State 24 to 17. Syracuse ranked 13th in the nation. Three touchdowns from quarterback Eric Dungy. They hammer Louisville 54-23. to The Orange now 8-2 on the season. And college hoops. Buffalo, fresh off that NCAA tournament upset over Arizona earlier this year. They end up getting a victory over 13th-ranked West Virginia in overtime, 99-94. to Was it ever? Yeah, Buffalo still on the map. They're a good team, man. They were. They're a Buffalo team. They yes. really are. All right, Fig, thanks, my brother. No problem. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So we're talking about dominance. We're talking about how Alabama owns the world in college football. And college basketball started with a bang this week. Uh, in a uh, doubleheader that was just incredible, Kansas uh, fought off Michigan State in the first game. Kansas looked really good, jumped out to a big lead. Michigan State fought back, fought back, fought back, and um, actually got within one, and Kansas held them off at 92-87. It was just great, great basketball, great game. And then uh, I was like, all right, can't wait for the nightcap. Kentucky's Kentucky. They got a. They have a, a transfer, so they're not as young. They look just going to be unbeatable against Duke and all the fab freshmen and Zion Williamson and Barrett. I can't wait to watch. And all of a sudden, you're watching a team of utter dominance. Zion Williamson is 285 pounds. Six foot seven with a 45 inch vertical. Now, I, I like everybody else in this day and age. If you're a basketball fan, you go and you watch YouTube and you see, you know, Zion when he's 14 and he's dominant. And then you watch when he's 16 and when he's 18, taking off from the foul line. And then you see him in an NBA arena and you see him against blue chippers, other blue chippers against Kentucky on the front of the jersey. And, Lincoln, you see a kid just sheer dominance, the lefty stroke from three coming down at you, bearing down six foot seven, 285. Nobody is big as, th- as this kid in all the NBA except for one, Bobance, the only one that's yeah. as big as him, weighs as much as him in the NBA, Lincoln. Well, I, th- there's a phrase that immediately came to mind when I was watching this game. And he, look, he he wasn't even the best player on the court. R.J. Barrett, I thought, was talking about complete package. Anyways, for what it's worth, I use the phrase "man amongst boys." Man amongst boys, and 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 I say that you know in tongue in cheek because I know how young he is and everything else. But you mentioned it when you have a player that that's physic that physical sort of dimensions and everything else. He far surpasses anything that's available, especially in the college level. You don't you don't have those types of guys because most of the, most of the time you have those guys playing football. He's almost three hundred pounds. It's the way I felt about Shaq when it came to seven footers in his heyday. It's the way I feel about LeBron James right now. You can't stop him. There's nothing that you can do. So everybody had been eager to see him 
on a national level you know he's he's probably one of the the main ones if not the main one that everyone's focusing on the one and done and that type of thing probably the last and great one and done's whatever it is but how he transfers on the on the next level right now it's just toying and i remember my brother who's a big college basketball fan told me told me actually back in march i think it was or early the late spring early summer he's like you know for what it's worth just go ahead and put all your money on duke to win the national championship right now and i looked i'm like really he's like this recruiting class this team they are going to be unstoppable and again i'm a man who likes parody i want to see competition i don't want to know the ending of the movie before i walk into the theater i'm not going to pay my money so I'm like, oh, no, nah, man, Kentucky, you know, Kansas, you talk about the blue blue bloods and, and everybody's going to be in it. And yeah, maybe somebody comes out of the West, you know, something like my brother's just shaking it. No, nah, just put it on. Brother's right, man. And, and, and then you see the top two universities that have the top two recruiting classes. And we know how important that is, especially in this day, because these guys don't stay long. It's not about building a team. Once upon a time, Duke was notorious for building a team, keeping a team pretty much together. They had a few one-and-doneers here or there, but for the most part, they kept people on their roster. Now it seems like a major overhaul. Duke is caught up with, I mean, Duke is like Kentucky, where they are, they're, they're, they're banking on the one-and-doneers. And, you know, Duke is a notable program. So you now watch this class and what they did to Kentucky. And you, and it's just like Alabama football, like after I've seen LCU, okay? Huh. Who's going to stand in their way? And it's it's just the way it went down. Yeah, I you mentioned uh, Barrett, and Barrett was absurd seven threes, <laughs> I think, or whatever it was. And he was uh, he was just just a terrific wing player. But I, you know, again, I just was. You mentioned Shaq, and that's what I thought of. I thought of a of a Shaq like figure. Who could have that? Who has that kind of fluidity and handle? Right. You know that's just absurd. What he can do, just ridiculous. How good he is. Just how what he we, strains down. Like Charles Barkley was six four and a half. Right. And you know thick. This dude is just freaking oh, muscle. That's exactly right. Yeah. Like, you know, and back in the back in the, the day when everybody would talk about how dominant Shaq was, I, I, you you always want when you pair with dominance, you want to say, well, who can stop him? Well, you know, back in in in, in rarely back in the day Mudumbo. when you had Bill Russell and Will, the Wilt still you know Chamberlain going at it, you had somebody who was kind of comparable. And Shaq's yeah, day, was no Elijah was like at the end, like he yeah. gave him some trouble. Mutombo but it was more technique. Gave him some trouble, but yeah, yeah, it, right. yeah, it was more technique. You know what I mean? But it, it was like Shaq was when Shaq came down on that low post move, and he dropped that elbow right into your chest. Ah, you were gonna, there's 400 man. pounds man moving you, and then he just yeah. goes up over. I mean, there, there's nothing that you can do to stop that. Yeah. There was like one guy that could actually, one guy actually could play him, and I mean, still was going to score on him, but. There was one guy that actually played him with tough, and that was Vladi Divac. Vladi wouldn't be pushed around a lot, so he 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 stood there. He took those those elbows in the chest and the, sometimes to the neck and face. But yeah, you know, Vladi, as you that, mentioned, Jack, tough, Shaq did so. Yeah, you know that tough Eastern Europe, you know, down I should say Dalmatian coast. He, <laughs> he had that tough, tough exterior. He was. No, nah, but it was uh, watching Duke was uh, was amazing, man. It was absolutely amazing. 
All right, well, crazy. Just a little yeah. added to before we go. Before we, it was crazy. The the next day, I opened up and I, I start reading. You know, the 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 storylines and everything. The the news catch up with the sports. I know what happened. Somebody came out and said, "Okay, already penciling your bracketology. Duke's the number one over so overall seed in the East." I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where where are you <laughs> it's outrageous, man. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back, and uh, I need to rip Cam Newton. All right? All right. I, I need to just rip him because he's a tremendous talent, but I hate him. Wow. We're the fellas. <laughs> Lincoln Kennedy. I love you. Wow, really? Wow. All right. Really? Okay. All right. <laughs> Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here. On Fox Sports Radio. Wow. Fellas. All right, Lincoln. You've seen a lot of bad body language this year. Seen a lot of bad bodies, too. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of bad <laughs> football, a lot yeah. of bad everything. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. Thursday night. Thursday night football, I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Fox, uh, I just love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Sit down and watch a good game between Steelers and Carolina Panthers. It was supposed to be, at least. Yeah. Well, the first drive, bing, 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 bing. Cam Newton to McCaffrey, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just they just go right down the field and score, and here's Cam. And there he is, big smile. You know that Cam Newton smile? Certainly. Certainly. Uh, there he is, smiling away. Celebrating. Oh, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And then what happened? Ben, big play, touchdown. One play, then penalty on the ensuing kickoff. And then duress. Then there's Cam under pressure, mm-hmm. flushed out, mm-hmm. and just throws one up for grabs. It's picked off. It's returned for a touchdown. And then there is the mope. Then there he is. And the smile's gone. And the look at me's gone. And now there so is. So go back to the Super Bowl, Denver versus mope. Carolina. And, and there's the mope after the fumble, the turnover. Right. And, and then he moped the whole game. Right. He moped. He was under pressure the whole game. Listen, I love what Pittsburgh did to him, they tortured him. They they were relentless in pressuring him. But you and know what? He, Here here's the thing. Just a little side note. To, to I'm gonna let you finish. I just wanted to throw this out there because I watched that. Cam. There were a couple times that it was on the offensive line. There were a couple times where Cam got you know confused by the defense that he was seeing because he adjusted the protection to go away, which put a free man in his face. Now, usually when a team brings one more than you can block, you want to put up the quarter you want to put in the quarterback's face, but the quarterback has to know he's going to get rid of the ball. And he did none of that. He held on to the ball when he didn't, when he, he look at him. No, he's coming I mean, right at him and he didn't even look at him. That's my thing. I'm like, "What are you what are you doing?" And there were I remember so the, there, it was there, the fumble, yeah. There were constant times where I'm sitting there looking at him and then of course there were some times where the protection was just bad. Guys were getting beat, but it wasn't like Pittsburgh it's not they were doing this extravagant exotic, you know, Baltimore Ravens this type of defense or whatever. They're bringing several people from the different side and you didn't 
he had people, he had the stuff he adjusted to protection, and he still played poorly, which is inexcusable in my opinion. So, but please go ahead and finish your point. Uh, I just just to finish it quickly, he, he moped the whole game, yeah, and then after the game, he said, "Wow, well, a lot of guys in here learned a lot of things about themselves." I'm thinking, yeah, dude, you <laughs> number one, you, and and, and it, br- it brings me back to why I hate Cam Newton. All right, he is a tremendous talent. I mean, can throw the ball through a wall. Big, strong, takes a hit. He is, he's a stud. Tremendous talent. But his attitude is the worst. Like, I would never, I was talking to uh, an NFL coach, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about him. And, you know, he's the ultimate front runner. Ultimate front runner. And I'm sorry, I would not want him as my quarterback. Because ultimately, he will just rip apart my team. He just will, he, and he won't cop to. He will never cop to a mistake. He'll he'll quit on you. He's just pathetic. I I, I, I I can't stand that kind of quarterback. I just can't stand it. See, I think it goes back to the early years. To me, I I'm a little on the fence because this it's a it's a talent you can't you can't. Not notice, and well, I'm look, wondering you know, he if somebody, got two and Super Bowl. He didn't win it. Yeah, but, but he I'm got two one. Yeah, but I'm 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 also thinking that because of the character, because of the 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 pressure of being a black quarterback in today's NFL and everything else. Ah, uh, come on, man! Today, today's NFL. I mean, yeah. you want to tell me about Donovan McNabb in 2000? I go. All what, right. was the, what was what was the biggest criticism that you had against Donovan McNabb that we talked about? The fact that he would never take blame for good things going wrong. He would never say it was my fault. Well, he was bad. another mope too. But beyond that, beyond that, I'll give you. I would give you the pressure of being a black quarterback with Donovan more than I give you with Cam. When I, I look at Russell Wilson. And I, all I see out of him is winner. But Russell's won. Cam hasn't all with all no, but, the time. He, but he was always. But he never. He he was the same when they were selling him short, saying he couldn't play quarterback because he was too small. Well, um, look, I I agree with you. And then Russell went out and proved him wrong, right? And my thing is this: is when when everybody had, uh, uh, attacked Cam for what he was and how he was, his attitude and everything else, the way he dressed. I mean, there were so many different angles you get. All he did was he he did was is go to within himself and become a, a, a mere shell. That's what I'm talking about. Going back, if you brought it out, if you were able to get that out of him, like, hey man, let's just let's just shake this off. Let's just go into press conference and say, you know what, I need to play better. And I'll take any questions right now. You know, I didn't get it done. But Cam has made so many mistakes by wanting people to feel sorry for himself, feel sorry for him. And then on top of that, he's feeling sorry for himself. I don't know why he would, with the pity party is for what. I honestly, I don't get it. Well, you got well, to look at his closet. You can understand look, look. why he has a pity party. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I like. I don't understand it because when I'm looking at him, I'm not. I, I look and see the personality. The quarterback's supposed to be the leader. Yes. Right. He's supposed to be the leader. He's not supposed to mope and wilt and cry. Wah! Oh, that's us, the fellas. Coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% of more car insurance. Visit Geico.com for the free rate quote. Right, like, let, let me give you one more example because we were talking about uh, – in case you just joined us, 
Cam Newton, and I, I just hate his personality. I do hate his personality. Just you're flying hate high. Is such a strong word. Well, what you know what I'm saying? It's strong, I know what you mean. I'm just I'm not knowing. Stop. Stop. I, I already. I, like you know what? Can I thank you? Thank you for for saying that because I, you know we're talking about sports. Like you know. I, listen, I'm sure Cam's a great dude. Like, you know, like, right. go have, <laughs> hang out with him at all. I'm just talking about his quarterback. I Here's know, my hot I take know. as a I quarterback. Know. But You know, I got to give you a hard time, though. You know me. I know, you know but you, you know, know what's you funny? Go, we go back to this I, is what I had, we do. I got, into it, I got into it this week because it's uh, Eagles-Cowboys week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so <laughs> we, there is, like, this talk in Philadelphia about, well – you know, maybe we should evolve and not hate the Cowboys <laughs> because I, hate is like such a such a bad thing. And I was okay. like, and it was and it was said like, like politically correct, like it's right. It's not good to hate the Cowboys. And I was like, are, are we just losing our all context, losing our minds? It, 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 Pretty much, it, it's it's sports. It's it's all, it's okay to hate the opponent, all right. Right. And and when I mean hate, I mean you know I, I'm not a fan. All right. <laughs> it's it's what it is. When you compete, I don't know, Link. You played football for a long time. You played in pretty competitive environment. Hey, hey, look, man, you're preaching all to right? the choir when it comes to comes to that. I'm, I'm just I mean, here to tell you. Shouldn't you like? Did you hate the Broncos? And Without the a doubt. I mean, one of my biggest disappointments with today is like I, I remember class, it was what well, was last year. As a matter of fact, um, the Raiders were on the well, couldn't they? In spite of the way they played, the Raiders had a chance going into Kansas City. It maybe it been two years ago. I can't remember. Um, but but they played so poorly. They could have taken over first first place if they would have won the game. They played so poorly against Kansas City in Kansas City. That I saw more effort of guys going from meeting in the middle of the field to exchange jerseys and take pictures than I saw playing against each other on the football field. And it was so disheartening because I absolutely detested the Chiefs. Now, offseason, knew a lot of Chiefs. You know, you know, Will Shields, you know, knew a lot of knew a lot of guys. Well, yeah, hang out yeah, and have a drink. Yeah, that's- that's cool. But during the you season, know. no, there's no there's no pleasantries exchanged. I don't even want to go out in the middle field and shake your hand. I'm that type of I, you're the enemy. You're wearing a different color. I'm I'm here to try to dominate you. I'm not here to sit here and talk about it on the line. Hey man, what are you doing for Thanksgiving dinner? Is that right? Oh well, okay. Well, let's go for this five seconds and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more. No, 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 no. But that's the problem with today's game. And you can see it in a lot of people's games. That's why the game to me has gotten so soft. Yeah, I you know, again, there's these rules like as though you are a Neanderthal, right? If you hate another team, right? Like I don't know, dude. I just like sports, all right? Yeah. And so there's 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 teams I'm always gonna hate. That's just how it is. That's how it always is. Where you played it, you hate your opponent. Right? You always have one rival that you hate more than others. I mean, I, this world's amazing to me. It's 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 outrageous. Where context is, there's no such thing as context. No, no. I, but I got I you did, off a track. I'm sorry. I had I, I to didn't... explain the hate thing this week, like numerous times. Wow. Like I don't mean it in the way like, like I yeah I have two sons. I got you. You have two little boys. and You're preaching hate. I'm like, 
No. All right. Yeah, I I, I, I know it. I know it all too Cowboys, well. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I had Cowboys. a parent look at me sideways. Uh, and my, my niece fans. Yeah. I was just going to say I had, a, I had a parent look at me sideways, you know, and, and when I was at my niece's soccer game because I yelled from the sidelines, you know, don't expect to get any uh, get any sprinkles in your ice cream if you don't play harder. I mean, or something like some to that extent. And they just like just like, wow, you're you're awfully hard. I said, it's supposed to be hard. This is sports. This is competitive. Totally I'm not real. out there. Hey, I'm not out there to give little Timmy a, a, a you know a ribbon for participating. I'm not going to tell my niece you did well when you got skunk ten nothing. No, you got your butt kicked. You should have played better. <laughs> Amen, brother. I don't understand why competition is bad. Like being competitive is a bad thing. Anyway, I digress. We were okay. talking about Cam. And let me give you an example of a guy who hasn't won, who's got a great attitude. All right? And I'm going to go, and I'm going to praise a cowboy. What? Dak Prescott. What? Who All right? are you? Right, I know. But if you look at him and you look at his attitude, he first of all, that offensive line, and you can attest to this, is nowhere near what its reputation is Not even and close. how good it was two years ago. Yep. He lost Witten. He has no like no weapons. Right. He had no weapons last year. He's got Zeke back, but and he just got they just get him Cooper. Right. And you know I guess Gallup's okay, but you know it's not like he's got a ton of weapons. Right. And you never hear him. He I, and it's just because he played Monday night and can't play Thursday night, and both of them lost. And if you compare the two quarterbacks, uh, I watched uh, Dak after the game, and he's praising his teammates and taking blame, and and we got to do this, and I got to do that, and and he's a he's a leader. And see, that's the big thing to me. That that's the big thing to me. I know that I you know I as an offensive lineman I didn't get half as many people wanting to push the the, the envelope or wanting to get you know an excerpt or a drop from me. But I was the same way in the locker room. You know when we lost, look, we got to play better, myself included. And I was never above. That's why I said no one's above the boo, but especially the quarterback because in in football it's the focal position. You know you've got a, a known leader when he comes into the huddle and he takes command of the huddle. I don't care what age he is. I don't care what year he is. I don't care what it takes command of the huddle and then goes out there and produces. I will lay everything down for that man. I don't care who it is. You come in and you're shaky. You're stuttering. You can't get it out. You're looking around. You're you're unconfident. I'm putting my head into my hands. All is lost because <laughs> we don't stand a chance. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're you're so right. You're so right. It's funny because I watch uh, Wentz a lot. Obviously, being in Philadelphia, and and what I love about him is that he'll make mistakes, but he gets mad at himself. He's not blaming other people. He gets mad at himself, and instead of moping, he comes out looking to make a play, a better play the next time. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, learn from mistakes. Have a short memory. Learn from your mistakes and move forward. Meanwhile, the Steelers back in your mind? The Steelers were never out of my mind. Are they still a viable contender in the AFC? 
Or they, you win your division. You, well, yeah, because here's the thing. Here, you look. I'm just talking about the, the the short end of it. I mean, it's only one game, so I'm not going to blow it up too much. But I would say this: you win your division, you put yourself in the playoffs, you host a playoff game, you've got a chance. I mean, it's two weeks. You know, you go to Baltimore, you get revenge there, and now and Flacco's out of Baltimore. So, yeah, so Baltimore's not going to be the same, right? Cincinnati's nothing. We know where Cleveland is, so let's just give the division to Pittsburgh. They'll host a playoff game, depending on the. It'll probably be what third in AFC settings. It'll probably go Kansas City, New England, and then Pittsburgh. So you host a playoff game. All you gotta do is get in. Now, we go back to the same scenario. I, I, it might be a little different this year because they've got you know Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City. But in the past, Kansas City couldn't beat Pittsburgh. Now, they, if it, the playoff system that I'm thinking of holds true, the playoff uh, you know uh, the uh, brackets hold true. Pittsburgh would have to go to Kansas City, and I think you would give Kansas City a greater advantage to beat them there than in Pittsburgh and the playoffs. And, you know, notoriously, Pittsburgh couldn't beat uh, New England. Kansas City went toe-to-toe for New England, so is your AFC Championship Kansas City, New England, and Kansas City? That's just projecting. That's where I'm at right now. So, yes, I give them a chance. Yeah, I, I guess I was just curious if you thought they, they moved up even more so. You know, no, like no. How I mean, impressive I, was that win for you? It was impressive because I, you thought you know how highly I thought of Carolina. I expected Carolina to be, play better, but Pittsburgh dominated that game. Now, it's only one game, but I will say this, that what Pittsburgh showed me, and especially in lieu of all this Le'Veon Bell stuff, they actually showed me they don't need him. Yeah. So right now, we don't. if you don't want to come back, fine. You do, fine. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And, he, and even if he came back, I wouldn't expect him to contribute because here's the thing. Let me be honest. If I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not going out there. If, if I'm thinking, of, if I'm truly thinking about my future, why would I put myself in a football field? Because you've got you've got one offensive lineman, you got one tight end, one receiver. Somebody misses the block, everything goes sideways. No, I'm good. Yeah, now you're right. Now you're right on, man. You're right on. All right, uh, let's take a quick T.O. Let's come back, and I, I kind of want to uh, look at the college slate for today, kind of where we're at. We'll look at the uh, – at the. F- <laughs> I know. You're right. You're right. Why so, even so discuss do we, all so this stuff? Just, yeah, we, we want to move on? Want to do you just go like this, Bama. Bama. Well, I mean, I would like to dis- discuss the state of other teams. I mean, there are <laughs> lo- other teams in college football that Roll make down tide. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. You got it. All right. Well, well okay. How about this? I'll give you choice because on my sheet of paper, my notebook, which is uh, there's ample stuff in here, you could either go into because I wrote down co- going through quarterbacks and demeanor, ranking the quarterbacks. By body language, or okay. you want to go over to, over the slate? It's your choice. We'll go over the slate. We'll go over the slate. You got no interest in racking the quarterbacks by mm, body probably language. Probably who cares? Damn, pretty well. Make all the but, money. Like, <laughs> like, listen, I I was proud of myself because there is <laughs> there we rank quarterbacks a, a million different ways, right? Yeah, a million different ways. I was going to do, but I haven't seen body language yet. Have well, you? 
I will. I'll tell you this. I think it's <laughs> body fresh. language can fool you because Brock Osweiler walks around like a proud peacock, but he can't play worth the damn. Oh, he's horrible. <laughs> But I you can't tell him that. I mean, I do too. But does, you talk about body really? language. He does. I, I, I never thought he had good body language. Dude, well. you watch him. He, I'm sorry. We've got a break. All right. <laughs> we'll come back and we'll talk about Brock. Talk about quarterbacks I hate. Oh, sorry. I mean, I dislike intensely. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Great news. There's a quick way that you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more car insurance. My name is Lincoln Kennedy. He's Anthony Gargano. We are the fellas getting you ready for a sports Saturday. Because uh, we forgot to introduce a crew. Do you want to bring the other fellas in and let their voices be heard? We talked to them a little bit. I was Sam and Kevin Figures. Uh, but uh, where do you want to go now, bro? Yeah, yeah we, we, got the, we got our boys. Vinny's Mom's, working today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, got our, we got our fellas. What's up, man? We got we got all of our we got all of our peeps peeps in the house. All of our peeps as always. Uh, I got I got a question for you before uh-huh. we go before we look at back to college football since you don't like body language, which I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just a little. I'm I'm big on body language. I watch from the booth. I watch the way guys walk out on the field. I watch the way they walk. To the, they go to the line. Uh, you know how they feel after a touchdown, after how they feel, see after a, a, a bad play. I mean, I, I I'm big on body language, so I can go either way. I'm capable? Yeah, no, you, well, you were capable of doing anything because you're Stop, very fleet of foot. Uh, but 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 let me ask you about the, the 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 power of the NBA and the power of basketball is amazing to me. We we've had this conversation before and about you, you know I always thought the the growth in basketball was uh, that it was the it was the biggest growth sport right like I, we right. we forecasted that basketball would overtake baseball on the show right. like literally it was like seven eight years ago and when we were talking about the growth of basketball right but I don't think I even could see it grow this big. And I, I, the amount of attention and coverage that November basketball and October NBA got was just off the charts. I don't ever remember October. And remember, season started earlier this year. Yeah. Where October NBA and, and college, November college, and usually we used to talk about the the Maui Classic or the Great Alaskan Shootout, and you know, at the around Thanksgiving weekend, I don't ever remember the amount of attention that is placed on these sports on co- on NBA and college basketball. Not like this. Not in the thick of football season. Never thought about it that way. I mean, I was always one of those guys that that. Really, never looked at professional basketball to Christmas. College basketball, I got into the the like like it was this past week because normally in the opening weeks, whether it's some a tournament, you know, like in the past they've had tournaments on all aircraft carriers and you know and yeah. and, and you know and on the islands, Caribbean islands or Alaska or something like that. I mean, look into a little because they, they had premier matchups. And obviously, when you see like you see top ten matchups, Michigan State versus Kansas, Duke versus Kentucky, you're going to watch. If you're a college basketball fan, you're going to watch. 
But yeah, but on the- but but, but the, the the amount of the coverage that the sport, and if you were like just look at basketball in general, right? The, the sport gets, it, I think, is it, it's ne- it's it's more than football. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually but, but, more than football. If you think about it, let's bring our newsman in, Figgy. Figgy, I mean, this is what you do every day. Uh, w- would you agree that basketball? If you look at uh, where NBA this early in the year and college is almost on par coverage wise, coverage wise with football. Um, especially, yeah, no doubt, especially with the way that Duke is looking and unprecedented having, what, the one, two, and three recruits in one class coming in and just absolutely destroying a team like Kentucky, um, who came in second ranked in the country, and they look like they didn't belong on the same floor. I mean, we could be on the verge of looking at another, you know, that Anthony Davis team that lost two games on the way to a national title not too long ago. I mean, dare I say we might be looking at this Duke team rivaling what UNLV did some 20-something years ago. How about where they that? Won, where they went unbeaten. I mean, I know maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. It is just one game. But, I mean, these guys look look pretty freaking unstoppable right now. <laughs> no, they look like monsters. <laughs> Don't they? They, they look like monsters. Someone said, I was watching the game the other night, and someone said, like, Zion Williamson looks like one of the monsters. I was like, that's perfect. As, as absolutely perfect. You're 100% right. I mean, 45-inch vert, and 85 pounds. It's ridiculous. It's serious? like not human. Exactly. It really is ridiculous. So, to, yeah, to your point, yeah, the, 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 this is the most attention college basketball has gotten. This early. Most people don't believe, to you guys' point, it, it even starts until like after or around Christmas time. You know, yep. once bowl season kind of works its way through and it's like, oh, yeah, college basketball is here. There's something to watch, yep. yep. Yeah, now it's, at, it's on the radar. You know, it's leading highlight shows now. Yeah, and, and, and the NBA is ridiculous. I mean the NBA coverage is out of is is crazy. I, I like I don't ever remember it being anywhere near the amount of coverage it gets now. Well, well, the intrigue to me, the intrigue, and and I'll and good, great to hear from Figgy, Figgy what here on this point of this, but the intrigue to me, obviously, was LeBron going to La La Land, and them and and then just trying to see who's going to dethrone Golden State. Because it's just like college football, for example. We every year we come in and say, "Okay, LSU is going to beat Alabama, or give them a child, and there might be there might be something there, or Georgia might be." And of course, you're let down. Now that LA, the Lakers aren't even what you thought they were going to be with with LeBron. A lot of people. I mean, there's it's still early in the season. By no means are they out of it. But Houston is in is not effective. Um, OKC is winning without Russell, Russell Westbrook. I don't think anybody ever saw that cam- coming. So the storylines kind of write themselves from the same old, same old. You know, yeah, for, but, but, for but ultimately, I, I'll argue. I, listen, I like I love the association, right? So I I, I like it. I, I just I need to put it in context. However, there is no drama with the NBA when it comes to who's winning. No, the Golden State Warriors are going to win again. All right. All the other stuff is pure eyewash. But but Milwaukee has one of the better records in the NBA, and hardly anybody notices or talks about it. Why? Because it's still early. That's why I said I don't really pay attention to the NBA till till uh, Christmas. It's like baseball. There's too many damn games. I can't get into it in the first part of the. You're not going to overlap. No, no, no. But my but my point is is that you're you're in the minority. There are like the coverage that it gets. Oh, in no, the middle I of football season yeah, yeah. 
is yeah. unbelievable to me. I mean, Fig, I, I, I don't know. When I look at the NBA, and I get I love it. But, like, come on, let's be real here. Well, it signals to the gap closing from a popularity standpoint. That yeah. doesn't mean that the NBA is, is more popular than the NFL, but I do think it's very much tracking it down. And baseball is a distant third at this point, easily, uh, behind both of yeah, those I can't leagues. even see baseball. Like, yeah. I, I look in the horizon and I just see a dot. Right, right. That's exactly what it is, way off in the distance. And because the NBA is more global, and I think that's a you know a tribute to what Adam Silver has done, and then social media, which has gotten a lot of gets a lot of popularity when it comes ding, to basketball ding. more than any other sport, including the NFL. And I think that's a big driving force as to why the NBA has become so much Thank more you, popular, um, not only domestically but just worldwide. And through that, you get more coverage because there's a lot more interest from every edge of the of the planet. So. I think you're dead right. I think Instagram, I think uh, Twitter, obviously, I think that has really embraced the has really bolstered the NBA mm-hmm. and pushed it even further. I mean, I don't because, know the numbers off the top of my head, but I think like the highest followed NBA player is probably LeBron or something with probably a few million Twitter followers. He probably laps the most followed NFL player, whomever that may be. I, I don't know that off the Definitely. top of my head, but I'm if sure I had to I, guess, yeah, you're without right. a doubt. it wouldn't be without close. I bet you Kyle Kuzma, I don't even know this off the top of my head, maybe uh, Sammy, you can check this out. I'll just say I bet you Kyle Kuzma has more followers than Aaron Rodgers. Now, is that, now that could be Aaron Rodgers or Matt Ryan. All yeah, right. I, I would. Yeah, I, yeah, I was. I was Go thinking Matt I would, Ryan because I was saying I mean, Aaron Rodgers probably. Should Aaron Rodgers is pretty damn popular. Yeah. All right. So Matt Ryan versus Kyle Kuzma, and Matt Ryan should have way more, right? One would think, right? Matt Ryan has three hundred and seventeen thousand Twitter followers. Kyle Kuzma has four hundred and ninety-five thousand Twitter followers. Yeah. All right, Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma wins. He's a role player for a Laker team that hasn't made the playoffs. Matt Ryan is an NFL MVP that went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But, but my point taken. My point taken. Uh, I, and and you know it's funny, if but if you look at the game, you like Fig. We all, we love Lincoln. Love we all love basketball. Mm-hmm. Love the love hoops. It. However, let's be real for one second. These NBA games. Barring a few fun ones that you get, like your regular season, wow! It's hey, your probably, Sixers and the Hornets last night. Yeah, that was a good but, one. Yeah, it was good. No, it was definitely a good game. Well, and I can watch Joel and B play every night. Mm-hmm. But but it was a good game. But I mean, let's be real though. I mean, the Hornets. Yeah, right. Like you know, give me a break. Like I, I like the Sixers were up by twenty four at one right. point. Right. Almost and they blew, blew the lead. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm upset that they blew the lead, but. Compare these NBA games to an NFL Sunday. Come on, man. There's no comparison in what you want. No, I mean, no. the NFL's epic. I mean, the ratings still bear that out, too, and the coverage still bears that out. But uh, from just a discussion standpoint, there was a, there was a giant groundswell, I think especially with the younger audience, and we start talking about you know Instagram and Twitter, with a much younger audience, which we know a lot of these TV networks and people are trying to focus more on. That's why baseball is talking about pace of play. They're trying to appeal more to the microwave society when everybody wants everything now and everything to be quick and fast-paced. That's why people love the NBA, up and down, shoot three-pointers, be exciting, fly up and down the the, uh, the court. So I think, I think it, uh, the game just appeals itself more, which 
I mean, there are explosive plays in the NFL, obviously, but it's still a, it's a stop and start, and it doesn't mean it's yeah. not popular. But I do think the NBA, because oh, of the way the game though. is played, is more popular with a younger demographic than right. football is. I think and, what, right. and I will say this: but but for what it's worth, man, yeah, but for what it's worth, you got to understand it's football. And well, I was just going to say because when football starts, the season starts. We're all excited from Thursday to Monday, the first part of the season in, in the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Then when you get into the month of late October, it's a it's a sportsman's paradise because you've got basketball, you've got uh, the hockey, you've got football, you've got so the weekend still to some point belongs to college football and professional football. But during the week, you got a lot more options to watch. For the sports fan, I mean, there's so many other things for you to watch. If you're looking for sports every night during the week, Thursday to Monday aside, during the week you have so many other things, so many other options that you can go with. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right on. All right. uh, Listen, fellas, brought to you by Discover. That's right. Discover card. We treat you like you treat you. Figgy, Take it away with some trending, my brother. All right, well, we'll start on Friday night's NBA action. Karis LeVert with a game-winning floater with less than a second remaining, lifting Brooklyn over the Denver Nuggets, 112-110. to Utah getting 27 points from Joe Ingles, and they went over Boston. They're without Kyrie Irving. Kings with a victory over the Timberwolves. Minnesota now 0-8 on the road. Pacers with a victory over Miami, Orlando, Detroit, and of course the 76ers with that overtime victory over the Charlotte Hornets. News out of the NFL, Saints receiver Des Bryant suffered what is believed to be a torn Achilles on the last play of practice on Friday afternoon. Uh, His season effectively over before it even started. He signed a one-year deal with New Orleans earlier this week. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. College football, Boise State outscored Fresno State 21-7 in the second half. They notch a 24-17 victory in that one. The 13th ranked Syracuse Orange getting a big victory over Louisville 54-23. Syracuse will finish with a perfect 6-0 record at the Carrier Dome this season, gentlemen. Thank you, Fig. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I, I, I just was remarking, and Figgy nails it, man. Like, it's all the youth. Like, the youth loves, loves, loves basketball. And it warms my heart because for years, like, I felt like it was compartmentalized. Like, it was football and baseball and, you know, and, and, and basketball was the, was the distant third. So I, I love the fact that, it, that it's grown so much. But it's interesting because I think the, I think the young people like it more than football, which is, like, a little scary. Well, I mean, it's also the way of the world. I mean, you've got less and less kids, you know, the fear the fear factor. Interested in football, playing football. Yeah, Mike. My, my, so my little guy's playing. Uh, Anthony's playing basketball. See, and so I'm coaching. You know. Oh boy. No, no, no. I'm assistant. I'm just a, an assistant. I'm okay. helping out. All no, right. no, no. I'm making sure. I'm helping out. I'm not doing anything. Trust me. <laughs> No, I just chest pads, you've been known, pads you've been known to, you know, You've been known to run over, get, run over kids in the turkey bowl. So I can only imagine what you're like in the basketball court. 
I'm just teaching him the fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> Stiff uh, Auburn, eight year old since 2008, right? Exactly yes, right. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm just teaching diving him the for little diving for loose balls on top of kids, <laughs> burying their face in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was my godson. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that that makes it all right then. Right, <laughs> it was instinctual. You got, you got another turkey bowl coming up soon. Should we expect another, another repeat, or did the kid yes. grow up and learn? <laughs> no, no, Sammy will be there. <laughs> Sammy's that's my man, Sammy. I know it is. <laughs> it's my godson. Come at me, no, bro. My, my <laughs> fig. The ball was it was sitting there. Look at I, trying to justify. It was a free ball. <laughs> Like you're not thinking. Explain to the audience because I don't know if Iowa Sam. I know video. A lot of people were new. This, this. You got to explain to the audience to set up the story, and then let them. So every year, my friends and I, we play, we play turkey ball, and now we've got all there. We have kids. We still play the turkey ball, but we incorporate the kids. So my godson was about eleven at the time. Yep. Yep. And so we're playing. And there was a fumble, and there was a live ball that was on the ground. So, so this is not one of my proudest moments. <laughs> all right. So I, so I see the ball. Like you know, what's your instinct? Go get the ball, cover the ball. And don't be I like see, Cam Newton and watch the fumble in the Super Bowl. Don't don't watch it. Go get it. <laughs> so Sam, he's on the other team. He sees the ball. So meanwhile, I'm a big chooch, you know, 220 pounds, and there's little Sammy, 11, and I just happen to kind of nudge him away from the ball. Whoa. Like it, ball, 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 ball. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) More than a nudge, (laughs) guys. So it may or may not have been kind of muddy and... (laughs) Sammy Ladies and gentlemen at home, do, you 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 do you figure it out for yourself. <laughs> there was no Sammy nudge. May or may not have kind of gone flying a little bit. <laughs> and then he slid in the mud across the yes. field. Yes, and uh, I covered the ball. And uh, <laughs> neither to say those, who recovered the ball. You ever see those Southwest commercials? Take me away. Yeah, want to get away? Yeah. Oh my God! In fact, I should write that for that commercial. You should. We're good because it is. Uh, it's one of the great, great want to getaways. Like I looked around, like, oh my God, what did I uh-uh. do? <laughs> so now, meanwhile, his father was like, he taught you a lesson. Like, you gotta go <laughs> to the ball. <laughs> and I go hug him. First of all, I was like booed. Rightly so, <laughs> by everybody there, including like onlookers. Absolutely, and, and uh, I think a plastic turkey booed me too. And uh, I go hug him. I'm like, dude, I'm so I love you, buddy. And of course, I'm overcompensating. Of course, and I got him like tickets to Sixers and Warriors. Oh, <laughs> like I got like I, I like I took him to like like ten different games. Wow. Because I felt so bad. But, um, yeah, it was not my finest moment. At least you didn't spike the ball in his face. and like, ew, in right. your face. <laughs> no, but, but I'm saying the ball was live, all right? I know. <laughs> so what are you supposed to do? 
It's instinctual. <laughs> Fig, you see a live ball, what are you going to do? Dive on it. Back right. when I played high school, that was our call. You free ball, free ball. You die. Yeah. I, I dive. get it. I know. Fig, he was 11. <laughs> I understand. But I, I, but I understand where, where Ant's coming 39. from, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was not that big of an age gap. That's Fig. fine. He was right. 11, Fig. Yeah, you're right in the same same age range. Ant's a grown man. Yeah, Anthony, you, you were 30, 39. This kid was 39 pounds. There you go. <laughs> well, Wet. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, no, he, he had some girt. Tell me he was, he was probably about on. Look at look. He probably went about a buck. <laughs> buck 05. Oh, my. I love it. Uh, yeah, that was bad, man. It was bad. Thanks for letting embarrass me again. Oh, I'm but, uh, you know, it's all, you know, I love you guys. Yeah, no, no, I, no I appreciate it. Turkey it Bowl's was, coming uh, up again. Uh, he's pulling on some weight, so he's coming for you. There's going to be a day. It's going to become a day where he's, he's he's a little closer closer to you in size and weight. No, no, he's a stud. The kid's a no, stud. He's a stud. Same. And turn about yeah. a fair play. No, 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 he's a stud. So he he's comes through the hole and you come up for a tackle and he stiff no, arms you right in the face. Yeah. I, want, I want to catch that moment on tape. Yeah. No, it's gonna, it's coming. <laughs> it'll be it'll be there. My guess is in five years. Oh yeah, I'll be in the hospital. Right. Come on, Uncle Ant. Come on, Uncle Ant. Come on. Come yeah. on. What are you come gonna on. do now with that live ball? <laughs> now, if I see that ball, I'm gonna be Cam Newton. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Watch to turn around and what? You get it. Mm. Right, I'll see you later with my romper on. All right. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> It was bad, Fig. It was no good, Your man. romper and your Emerald Fudd hat. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Dude, what's up with the Fudd, man? I don't know. No. I don't think the Fudd hat. I'm not feeling it. Nah. You nah, think the I, romper or most of the stuff he wears? No, I don't think the romper either. Hey, I don't Elmer know why Fudd you want to dress like a girl, though. The Fudd, at least the Fudd's not a, 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 right. a, a female hat. Right. I don't know why the uh, the romper. Why, like, why would we want to dress with like what girls wear? I don't know. I'm yeah. just curious. Yeah, Ron, please, maybe he please define skinny pants for me. I don't know. What oh, the skinny means. jeans. Yeah, I can't. Or I or capris. You know, like d- didn't Dwayne Wade wear some capris? Yes, he oh, yeah. wears capris. That's right. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm out. <laughs> oh, I know I'm out. <laughs> I'm <laughs> There's no debate. I'm Bless cool. You. Bless you, Fig. <laughs> Bless you. We're the fellas. That's right. Bunch of Neanderthal cavemen. Yeah, that That's area's right. got to breathe. I just can't do skinny jeans. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on me that says skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Fellas on Fox. Welcome back, fellas. Licking Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Getting ready for a big day of football. You know, the only bad thing is it's November the 10th. I don't know why I do this, but it bothers me that the season goes by too fast, college football. Well, usually when you're having a good time, it does. Man, it's already, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, a couple weeks away from the end of the year. Yeah. And this is this is where I think college football like, what loses. What happened to it? It just got well, here. Well, I mean, yeah, but, I, but this is where I think the... the, the Excess of waste comes into view because in December, I think, is a wasted month for the most part because they don't play. I think the bowl games should be spread out through the month of December, yeah, culminating at the end of January 1. I mean, give you football. I mean, I think they miss a lot by not utilizing the month of December. No, I think you're right. And, like, think about it. Like, college basketball starts early November now. 
So it runs November, yeah. yep. December, January, February, March. Five five months. Yeah. Full months. And in college football, you only get in September, like, October, November. Pretty much know, it. And some then, change, mm-hmm. you know, like that's it. Yeah. And it, and it bothers me. It's my favorite time of the year. Yeah. College football is, the, is uh, even with Alabama, they just need <laughs> they just need to re- open up the field. <laughs> even right? with Alabama. Well, I mean, look, it's. It, again, I mean, I like well, Alabama, but but like, yeah. and I get what you're saying. I think you're right when you're talking about, you know, like my God, like give me a little bit of parity. Right. That, that that's that's it. That's all I want. Just, just a little bit of parity. Just give me somebody in your 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 conference that's going to challenge you. You know, th- th- when we sit here and we talk about the top heavy conferences, get tired of seeing the same old people in the in, in the top spot. In the SEC West, who is it? Alabama and who? Again, yeah, no, I, the, the, the crickets. You're, you're, no, you're right. At you're least right. the East has a little bit more. I mean, Kentucky put up a notable challenge. Florida was, you know, was I mean, just there because they little... just because they beat them. I mean, it doesn't make LSU a bad team. No, no, no. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but they the, in the fashion in which they lost, you leave a very bad taste in your mouth. It's like, well, maybe think... they weren't they weren't as good as they as we thought they were. Maybe they didn't deserve. College football's hurt by some of the story programs being down. Florida yes. State, Miami. Yes. Yes, Colorado. Yeah, I do. Right, because to me, what what ends up happening is that the the big brand notoriety sorts sort of takes over. Nebraska is supposed to be viable. Wisconsin is supposed to be viable. Supposed to be in the conversation. SC, SC. You see what I'm saying? But and, and then here's the thing: when when they do have some semblance of a team, or they might be able to do something. Then all of a sudden you've got the wave that we had just a couple weeks ago where you had teams like Notre Dame and Texas and all these other teams that were that were in the thick of things. It's the way it should be. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. Uh like I, I look at these teams and and I mean you're right. I mean you, you look but you look and you go, I don't know. I, I want I miss when Florida State like Ian books out for the Irish. Right. And and I like to see I like to see the Irish win and get into the playoff. I would, but I wish Florida State was good again, where the, it would matter Certainly. that when Bush was playing. Right. That's right. But now they're now they're a they're a skip of the court. Like, ah, you know what? No, we can we can rest the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. It is crazy, especially this time of year when every every win should be important, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. All right, uh, coming up, we will go through each and every game of the slate, Lincoln. And it's again, last week was was uh, was kind of anticlimactic. It's a shame because it was a great weekend of football. I remember thinking, oh man, this is awesome. Even Brady versus Rogers wasn't great theater, right? You know, I mean, Rams Saints was awesome. That was a good game. Right? Rams Saints was outrageous. Bama LSU was a blowout and Penn State Michigan was a blowout. But even but he, even Brady versus Rodgers what was so frustrating for me other than New England winning was the fact that 
it, you see it because it's a, it's a competitive game until it seems like the Patriots get so lucky. A turnover. And all of a sudden, the game is just lost. It was going back and forth, playing pretty good ball. You know, the, 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 then the turnover comes. Ah, you're right. You're right. And then it goes into the New England's favor. And now, you know, here, here's the thing. You come out here, you're Aaron Rodgers, and you're, okay, well, he's got the ball to see if he can make something happen. You know, ends up giving up a punting series, and then Brady drives around and puts the game away. Drives down. Because now the defense is overly aggressive due to injuries and everything else. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel it. A bit of rag. Yeah. A bit of rag over there. All right. We'll come back. Kyle's football next. Oh, that's us fellas live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% more in car insurance. Visit geico.com to get a free rate quote. Big link. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, Rook, one NBA note. I'm listening to Figgy talk about the NBA from last night. You, you know who else lost last night? And I don't know why they stink. Is the Wizards. Mm. They've lost again. Did they? They're terrible. They play? terrible. They lost to Orlando. Oh, Orlando. Okay. Like they they stink. They're bad. I don't know why. Fig, you know why they stink? Oh, uh, well, I know that locker room is not stable. That's something that uh, Martian Gortat was traded for Austin Rivers to the Clippers, and he talked about that uh, when he first got traded here about just the unrest in that Wizards locker room and some issues. He didn't name anybody by name. There were some reports that he personally had issues with John Wall, and it seems like he's kind of the epicenter of all the issues that are going on in that locker room. Um, Bradley Beal played well and has been playing well, generally speaking, but for whatever reason, things just aren't working, and people are talking about Scott Brooks getting fired, but I think he just got a contract extension a couple of years ago, so I think they'd have to pay him like $24 million to make him go away. I don't know if that's going to happen, so it might be more of trying to see if they could find a suitor and just cut bait with John Wall is probably mm. what they might be looking to do here soon. Wow. Because they have too much talent to be this bad. Two and seven. Ooh. Yeah, that's wild, that's man. That is wild. I mean, they, I mean, they lose to Orlando. That's a bad squad. And they were down Weird. by 25 points at one point to Orlando. Damn. To Orlando? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just terrible. Terrible. They're, 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 in some, they're in some major trouble. Yeah, but you look at him, Link. You look at this weird start, strange, strange things. Well, you know what? Here's again, against like baseball for me because well, Brooklyn there's so many won games. Denver. Yeah, I'm yeah. Well, I mean, Brooklyn's what a five hundred. Yeah. I think they're at eight eight or something like that. Yeah, they're Charlotte's six and six. in the conversation or six and six. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Charlotte's in the conversation of six and six. You know, the usual suspects that we've seen in the East are still there, but there's a, there's a few newcomers, but it's still early. So yeah, you're right. You're right. It is. Uh, it is. All right, my brother. Let's uh, let's get down to a little uh, college breakdown, shall we? When are we going to get to the good parts? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, it's time for our top twenty-five breakdown. It's a uh, game day right here on Fox Sports Radio. We get you set for the game. All of them. There's a lot today. It's a great card on a Saturday. Uh, let's get started in the SEC Florida. A six-point favorite over South Carolina. By the way, how did we do last week? Do you you know? Uh, I don't know. I was him. I'll let Vince take that if he has the results. I do not. I do uh, have the results. Oh, uh, you oh, do, Vince? Okay. Yes, right. I Vince. do. You hear my Hello, voice now? Hello, Vince. Yes, there you so are. Vince. I I didn't I didn't come in because you called me Vinny. 
and I'm not you. I'm not used to that. I so, meant to ask you if that was the problem. No, no, it's not a problem. It's just something I'm not used to. Usually, Vinny is reserved for when I'm in trouble. And honestly, the only people that ever <laughs> called me Vinny was when I lived in Philadelphia. That was the only time. Were well, you talking to a Philadelphian Vinny. right there? Yeah, like straight up Philadelphia. That was the only time I ever really got called Vinny. So, wow, uh, Vince, when, when were you here in Philadelphia? Oh, I was. 10 so 1990 so 91 so i lived yeah. in uh, upper darby so upper darby yeah. wow yeah i'm not that far from upper darby yeah, right now so that I, I grew up in uh, northern virginia so i'm a dc sports fan and the first thing my mom told me when we moved to philadelphia is do not let any of these kids know that you're from the south do not let them know that you're a redskins fan and the first thing i did when i walked in there i said hey how y'all doing Ooh. They made fun of me <laughs> relentlessly. So yeah, getting on to it's a ball breaking town. <laughs> it Vince. really is, and and it's one no of the mercy. elite ball breaking towns ever. And and I respect it. I love. I I have I have love for Philadelphia. I do. And I didn't mean it was funny because when you didn't respond, I was like, did I offend them? I didn't really mean to. It, I just did. It, it it wasn't my natural reaction. That's that's the yeah. that's a whole thing. Well, it, but that's a problem <laughs> we have here on the East Coast. See, on the East Coast, we shorten, we familiarize oh, yeah. everybody. No, I'm, I'm totally used to that, but it's it's the, the Vinny. Like, usually yeah. it's Vince. Yeah. And, like, a couple of Vince my boys. Vince sounds so formal. Like, I, I got a dear friend of mine, Vinny. Yeah. Like, literally. And it's funny because, you know, to the world, like, he's a, he's a professional. And d- d- Link met him. He runs an airline and... Yeah. Uh, he goes as you know. And I'm Vince. My name's Vince Pertaro. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like, dude, you're Vinny. So when I, go, I don't know. You trying to front? When I go formal, I go Vincent. So. Oh uh, so, yeah. So every, everybody, it's it's I'm Vince around Vincent here. But, Vega. Yes, exactly. So, getting to last week's records, uh, looks like Lincoln, you wanted out nine and ten. Anthony Oof. went eight and eleven. Man. Oof. Huh? Biggs went eight and eleven. That's ugly. Ryan yeah, went not, seven not and be twelve, proud of. <laughs> and Sam went seven and twelve. It's not. Listen, some guy was Sammy. criticizing me on Twitter. He said I was. I did god awful. I didn't get any of them right. And I know I got some of them right. I went seven and twelve, but I got some. Yeah, of them seven right. and twelve is bad. That yeah, is bad. Nine and ten is bad. I'm I mean, probably under five hundred for the season. So. Yeah, yeah, we got to get back because we were rolling. You remember? We had we had some good ones. Yeah. All right, let's get it back. Let's get it back. Let's roll. You know, we picked the whole top 25. So yeah, normally yeah. we would just pick three or four games. But we like to give everybody some love and go through the top 25. So hence why we do this. Right. If you're really, you, you would never bet 25 games. I mean, or 13 no, no, games. No, no. You know. All right, here super you go. duper trooper parlay. <laughs> right, right. So Florida is a six point favorite. Over South Carolina, Lincoln. You know, Florida's got a little bit of a quarterback controversy and, and a dilemma of who they're going to go with. I don't know how that, I don't know if that plays in so much of this game. Um, what'd you say the spread was, Cuz? Six. <laughs> they're at home. I'll, I'll take I'll take Florida and lay it. Yeah, I will too. I'm not a believer in uh, in South Carolina. So I think the Gators come back, uh, come back strong. What do you think there, Iowa Sam? Well, what last week they got absolutely hosed at home by Missouri. 
You know, well, gonna, lock. You, you know yeah. what? He went. He went so, off. He had a great game. Something was fishy there. I'm gonna. I'll take South Carolina plus the points. All right, Fig. I'm with Sam. South Carolina has been competitive even the, in their losses this year, so I'll take them to cover the spread. Yeah, you like it, man. Yeah. Uh, All right, uh, Vince, are you in this thing or not? I, I'll, I'll join in. I know nothing about gambling, but I will join in. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna agree with you guys. Go with Florida. All right. All right, Vinny. Way to go, Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> you might be the only Vinny I've ever encountered who doesn't know anything about gambling. <laughs> That's a, a, true story. <laughs> I, I would totally believe that. Uh, <laughs> Michigan State and Ohio State. Ohio State, a three and a half point favorite in East Lansing, uh, Link. Ohio State's been in. Complete disappointment, even though they're only a one-loss team. Yeah, I mean, just I don't know what to predict. But I, I you know, in all in all honesty, I don't know if Michigan State has enough offense. I, Ohio State has the ability uh, yeah, to turn it on, that. and I don't know if Michigan State has that ability. I think they're going to play them tough. And Lance, if I still have to lay it with Ohio State, I'm gonna go with Ohio State. I completely agree because I think I don't think Lewerke can exploit Ohio State's problems defensively. I don't like them. Uh, I, I I agree. I, I'm going to take Ohio State as well. All right, what do you got, uh, Fig? Yeah, I do like LeWork, but to your point, I don't like him enough to be able to win a you know 36 to 35 type of shootout sort of game, which I think this, you know, with Ohio State offense, even with their deficiencies and issues, they can still put up points. So I'm going to take Ohio State with the points in this one. You like LeWorky? I do like him. I like really? him. Really? And I don't think he has a whole lot to work with from a skill position. He lost his best receiver to a torn ACL early in the season. So I think all things considered, he's actually doing okay. I just don't think he has a lot of skill position players around him. But he's yeah, okay. I don't think he's I great. Mean, I, but he's okay. Yeah, no, he's he not, had better numbers last year, but his numbers this year are pretty, pretty pedestrian. Again, not a lot of weapons to work with. Yeah. Lost yeah. his top receiver. Yeah. And they're not exactly past you. No. Anyway. But anyway. Yeah, right. but I'll take the Buckeyes. Uh, you, who, who you got, uh, Sammy? Yeah, not a great offense for Michigan State. Um, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to lay lay the points to Ohio State. All right, you got Ohio State. Vincenzo, who you got? I'm also going to go with Ohio State. <laughs> you got it. Vincenzo's fine. Is that like Dante Di Vincenzo? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Vincenz, my 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 buddy's parents are right off the boat. Right, they're from Italy. Yeah, and they still—they've been here for years, but <laughs> they still have the accent. And they, Vincennes, Vincennes, and you, and you walk in the house, and they'll go, Vincennes, where you been, Vincennes? Um, <laughs> let's go to West Virginia, minus eleven and a half against TCU, Lincoln. Boy, talk about disappointment. Um, TCU, whatever happened to them? It's a still fat line, but. Greer and West Virginia are at home, so I got to lay it with the, the the Mountaineers. So I'm having trouble figuring this out because I mean, TCU can't score. They have problems at quarterback. West Virginia coming off of a huge win over Texas, and it was a thrilling game. A it's a letdown. Down. Yeah, it's a letdown. I'm gonna go TCU and hope they can give you enough offense. You think TCU can score 11 points? I hear you, brother. I hear you. I feel you. I feel you. 
Who you got there, Figgy? Yeah, it's a Lynx point. This is a perfect situation for a letdown, but, man, TCU offensively is atrocious. So uh, I don't see any way that they can cover the spread on this. How about you, uh, Sammy boy? Listen, I know, I know I picked West Virginia last week over Texas. That's one I got right, so I'll take that one to the bank. No, but Texas covered. Wait, no, uh... No. Toot your own horn later. Well, right, well, we West, move on. Right. West Virginia <laughs> won. West Virginia won. 42-41. Yeah, but Texas covered the spread. Was it, wasn't the, Texas the favorite? I thought West Virginia was the favorite. Uh, I don't know. I have to go back and look. Anyway, um, I'm right. going to I'm going to lay the points with West Virginia here. That's all you had to say. Toot your, right. your own horn later. I, 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 toot your horn later. Yeah, okay? my you under 500 <laughs> horn there. <laughs> Save your face. Yeah, I, I just don't think TCU can put up the points, so I'm going to go with West Virginia as well. All right, there you go. We'll come back and continue the college football breakdown. We look at each and every of the top 25 games, suss out some winners, and get you set for a, a fun college football Saturday. It's game day on Fox with the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And if you don't like our picks, because we're right in the middle of them, you can always get free winners daily. Go to VegasCovers.com. That's VegasCovers.com. If you don't like our picks, you go there. VegasCovers.com. So there it is. Um, but we're having some fun, as we always do every Saturday. Uh, we are right in the middle of our picks. we got to make some make up some ground, because we going 9 and 10 or 8 and 11 isn't. Yeah, not good. No, don't brag about that. By the way, fellas, uh, brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. All right, uh, my man. Uh We were crushing early. I lost the heartbreak, I realized, with this West Virginia-Texas game. Man, that was that was a tough one. I thought that that the Michigan-Penn State would be more competitive, and that was a blowout, of course. You know, I always pick against Bama, and they covered. Yeah, I don't know why you do that? But <laughs> well, because I just want to see some change. I want something different, please. Yeah, but you don't pick against Alabama, oh, brother. All right, let's get it started. Get it work back up. Ah, uh, let's go to the Big Ten, shall we? All right. High What's noon there? Eastern State College, nine a.m. Pacific. Penn State versus Wisconsin. Uh, I like Penn State minus the nine link. Wow, it's a fat number. It is a fat number. The problem with Wisconsin is you just can't move the ball. Can't move the ball. Yeah, you're right. Stinks. No quarterbacks. They're I don't even terrible. think he played last week. I think Iowa pointed. Iowa Sam pointed yeah. that out. Yeah, so he was right about that. No to to go against uh, Wisconsin last week. Um, so I mean, I got to be right with you. I got to lay it for 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 the Lions, Nittany Lions. Well, I missed the Big Ten, Sammy. Yeah. Man, yeah, I think Penn State at home is a different beast. So I'm gonna lay those points with Penn State. What do you say, Fake? I'm actually gonna take Wisconsin to cover the spread on this one. Why is that? Just go off the beaten path, switch it up a little bit. To be honest with you, <laughs> I just like figure that's why I would ask. Yeah, there's a reason why the path is beaten, though. <laughs> oh, no, no doubt, I, I understand. <laughs> Beaten path is true. Uh, yeah, I mean, usually, usually when you go off the beaten path, you get poison ivy or something like that. So I'm just letting you know. Although sometimes you find up, sometimes not... you find a pot of gold too, Link. You never know. True story. True story. Yeah, off this path, you might find a nice, cool, crisp, babbling brook. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> with a dirty foot girl washing her feet. <laughs> now you're talking, man. 
Give me a nice, dirty fuck girl in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't want to be in the woods, but uh, you know. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> uh, Vince is sitting there going, "What the hell are they talking about?" Oh. Vince, uh, you like? I want to go with Wisconsin, but I'm going to go with Penn State because I think they're going to bounce back from that just abysmal game. Plus, yeah, I think, I think they're just going to bounce back. I think you're right. Uh, Central Florida, eight zero. Against Navy, Central Florida, 24 and a half, Big Link. Wow. It's a bad number, but Navy. Bad I number, watched, right? I mean, yeah, but Navy's had problems, so I I guess you have to lay it. I, I really don't want to touch this game, but I guess you have to lay it. I'm going to take Navy. It's, it's just gross, but <laughs> I'm going to take Navy. I, I, I Central Florida, like I watch if they're good. Uh, Temple gave a run last Thursday. Yes, they did. And it, they only came. I mean, they came back feverishly. I think, I think they get lulled at times. That's why I'll take the big fat number. Temple doesn't get enough love. That was a good. That's a good football team. Yeah, got yeah, a tough my my boys. What are you thinking, Sammy? I'll lay the points with uh, Central Florida. They do not have a good defense, but Navy is inexplicably down this year by Navy yeah. standards because Army's up. Army's rocking and rolling, seven oh, and two. Good. Strong, yes, strong Army. First time, man, a long time. Well, I mean, last week, last year was close, but I mean, this year Navy, Army's going to be a substantial favorite. Yeah, I think they you, they've already beaten Air Force. I don't yep. think they've played Navy yet because they do it at the end of the no, year. No, no, no. That's yeah, no, yeah. yeah, that's the end of one. Yeah. So they they'll they're seven and two right now. They have that loss to Oklahoma. They're a good good team. Close yeah, loss to Oklahoma. I agree. Mm-hmm. Figgy. Give me UCF in this one. All right. You like that Magic Milton? Oh, Mackenzie Milton, my guy. Magic Milton. Yeah. Vince. Uh, that number is scaring me, so I'm actually going to go with Navy on this one. All right. Let's keep me going. Here it is, Link. This game's for you. Number one, Alabama versus Mississippi State. Is it a letdown? Is it a letdown? Everyone wants to know. Can Mississippi State and that vaunted defense, can it hold down a beat-up, let-down Bama Roll Tide team? Bama 24. Lincoln. I would like to think so. I'm always going to take the team with the points, especially this big. Give Mississippi State with the points. All right. You got him. You can have them. Mississippi mm-hmm. State's yours. <laughs> I'll take Alabama. Of course you will. <laughs> like I take every week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> we go through this. I don't know why you ask me. You already know where I'm, I'm going. I know. It's true. <laughs> it's true. That's right. Uh, Sammy. I'm going to say Alabama covers. Fake. Roll tight. <laughs> Vince. I'm going Bama as well. Oh, yeah, there it is. I, like stepped on, I stepped on a piece of glass off the beaten path, so I'm, I'm yeah. not hurting. I'm hurting. I, <laughs> might want to get a tetanus shot there, brother. <laughs> I'll definitely need that yeah. and then more. Because yeah. I saw that old dirty foot girl. And I hit her, so. <laughs> yeah, who knows what she's carrying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. You do have to worry about the uh, best factor. <laughs> Kentucky, number 11 in the country, versus Tennessee. Kentucky, a four and a half favorite at Rocky Top League. Ah, uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna pick Tennessee to upset him at home. I think Tennessee's gonna get with him. I go Tennessee. See, I would love to go Tennessee. Can they? No, <laughs> they can't. I'm just trying to be different. I mean, I just <laughs> I think Kentucky's defense is legit. They are legit. And you got to give. Look, I got to figure out. There's got to be an upset somewhere. Can't just go with chalk everywhere. Yeah, I know. Uh, I will take Kentucky. What are you thinking? And you here, just Sam? took the lead. <laughs> I'll take Kentucky to bounce back. Then they lose to Georgia last week at home. Yeah, sure yeah, did. Take, they did. I'll, I'll take Kentucky to bounce back. Uh, lay the points. Fake. Hmm, you know, I'm going to take Tennessee to cover the spread on this one. I don't think they'll win, but I think it'll be a, a field goal game. Oh, all right, you got it, Vincent Gallo. Yeah, I'm going to have think? to. I'm going to have to agree with uh, Samuel. I, I see Kentucky bouncing back on this one. All right, you got it. Washington State. Oh my God, Link, you must be just sick to your stomach. You have no Watching idea. Watching Wazoo rack up eight wins. Number eight in the country, Wazoo, against Colorado. Six-point favorite. There's a saying out west that the the Cougars will eventually cook it, meaning they will mess it up. Um, Notoriously, in the month of November, they have a history of doing it. It doesn't have to be the month of November. When they seem to have everything going for them, they find a way to mess it up and blow it. I would love to say they're going to cook it and in Colorado, but Colorado's offense is really struggling Colorado right now. Stinks. And they, start um, they, started, they start off five and zero, and then they they uh, slid five straight. I think this offense is going to be too much. Um, I I got to go with Washington, Washington State, and it even hurts me to say it. Yeah. I got to I got to cheer for. Cougar. I agree with you. I I mean that Montez is terrible. No. I mean. Steven Montez. I mean, well, they were supposed to have a balanced running game and passing game, and, uh, and you know, with injuries, it, it's decimated their offense and their defense has gotten exposed. So it's a tough one. I got to go with Wazoo. All right, uh, Sammy. You know they're desperate, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Colorado upsets them here. They take Colorado outright. Wow. They want to get bowl eligible. Shocker. And why? And the Cougs will cook it. <laughs> They're going to do it. it. Even against a bad team, they'll cough one up. So They're notorious. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Washington State, even though I was tempted to take Colorado. But Colorado's offense non-existent since LaVisca Chenault got hurt. I don't see that turning around. Washington State's been flirting with being upset the last couple of weeks. But I think I'll, uh, I'll take them to, to cover the spread on this one. All right, Vince. I'm going to chalk it with you guys and go to Washington State. All right, a lot of chalk here, a lot of chalk. Let's go uh, more chalk. Michigan 39 over Rutgers. Lay it, Link. Rutgers still have a football team? Yeah, sure, lay <laughs> it. Technically, no. but I uh, Lay it. I thought this was a basketball game. I'm sorry. I, I lay it. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a football game. <laughs> With a line like that, I could have sworn. You ready for Rutgers? They start off the season with a big win over Texas State. Then they lose to Ohio Ooh, that powerhouse State. powerhouse of Texas State, huh? Nice. 52-3. to Then they lose to Kansas, 55-14. to You sure that wasn't a basketball score? <laughs> they lose to Buffalo, 42-13. to They lose to Indiana, 24-17. to They lose to Illinois, 38-17. to 
They lose to Maryland, 34-7. They lose to Northwestern, 18-15. They lose to Wisconsin, 31-17. There you so go. You're saying, you're, so you're saying there's a chance they'll keep it under 38 for Michigan. There is a chance. I don't think so. I don't think so. Play it. <laughs> All right. You got it. Sammy. 8-1 versus 1-8. and eight. I don't get it. This is year three of the Chris Ash era, and I know they were so bad in his first year. Then they won, I think, like three or four games last year, but they're just back to square one. Square one win right there. I'm not going to lay the points, though, um, with Michigan. I'm going to say uh, uh, Rutgers keeps it within that 39. You're actually going to take Rutgers. Yeah. It's just that's like, What would happen if, like, if you were about to get tortured? Like they were going to go to work with you with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. All right? And you, you could only save yourself... By going, by picking that game correctly. You're going to tell me you, you're going to pick Rutgers? Yeah, it's on the road for Michigan. And it's a big, that's a big line. That is a big line. Oh, music's run out. That's All a, right. There's a sign there. We should probably go to Kevin. Yeah. Figgy, what are you doing? Uh, Yeah, I'm taking Michigan. I think the last time they played Rutgers, they won like 75 to nothing. And I'm only slightly exaggerating. I'm pretty sure it was like yeah. 68 to nothing yeah. or something last time they played. That was played. year one for the Chris Ash era. Yeah, things have not gotten better, as you described yourself there, Sam. So, yeah, lay the 39. Wow. Can I buy extra points on this? Can, really? I, can, I, can I buy it up to 45? <laughs> can, I, yeah. can I do that? Buy it up to 100. Wow. Let's go. <laughs> Ash. I love it. I love it. Uh, hit us with some trending, my brother. All right, we'll start with some college football from Friday night. Uh, a couple of ranked teams were in action. Boise State uh, scoring 21-7, to outscoring their opponent in the second half. They get a victory over 23rd-ranked Fresno State. The final score was 24-17. to Broncos and Aggies at Utah State, they will face off in a couple of weeks to see who will likely win the Mountain Division in the Mountain West in the ACC. You had 13th-ranked Syracuse steamrolling Louisville 54 54- to 23 as Syracuse ran for over 300 yards in that victory. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NBA, Karis LeVert hit the game-winning floater with less than a second remaining, lifting Brooklyn over Denver 112 to 110. Utah, 27 points from Joe Inglis and a win over the Celtics. They were without Kyrie Irving on the night. Kings with a win over the T-Wolves. Pacers defeat the Heat. Wins for Orlando. Orlando, Philadelphia, and Detroit. College basketball, second rank Kentucky gets in the win column. They beat Southern Illinois 71 to 59. Auburn steamrolls Lincoln's Huskies 88 to 66. And Buffalo picking up an upset victory over 13th ranked West Virginia in overtime 99 to 94. Fellas? Yeah, how about that? Huskies get uh, get demolished on the hardwood, Link. They got Why you bring that up, huh? What are we talking about football? Oh, it's just a, it was it was the only matchup of our ranked teams. Just in had to throw that out there, huh? So I just I just had to bring it. You know, just, you, know you want to kick my dog while you're here? Just Figgy's just saying. Let's talk about the tuck roof, Figgy, huh? Oh I, no, I would never do that. That that pains me just as much as it pains you. Man. I'm I'm just saying. You just had to you had to go there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just I'm just a newsman, Lincoln. I'm just I'm just reporting the news. Killing me. Who's next? I'm sorry. Don't touch. All right, fellas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Let's continue with our uh, our breakdown as we hear. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of times 
we look at this card and, you know, we see a, at this juncture, a lot of mismatches. A lot of mismatches. And um, anytime you have Rutgers. Vince, did you pick the Rutgers game? I did during the break. I just went with Michigan. Uh, I'd be, right. I'm, not, I'm not as silly as Sam. I, I may not know anything about gambling, but I know that you can't. Okay. Silly Sam. All right, Except speaking of kids. silly Sam, this is his wheel this is his ballywick coming up. This is his wheelhouse. So all you guys out there looking to make a play, you need to hear what he his opinion is on Iowa. Iowa Sam will select Iowa Northwestern. Yes, I will. Um I think I'm like one and one the last two games. Iowa is oh and usually good. I was yeah. ten and a half. Yep, um, against the uh, the e- Northwestern the, Wildcats, the West Division leading Wildcats. You know, two straight losses. I think Iowa wins this game, and I I think that they win it decisively. So I will lay those points with Iowa. Really? Yes, I will. I was wondering if you were going to do that or not because, man, uh, Northwestern's tough as a dog. They, they played Notre Dame tough. What are you feeling? They're gonna. I think they're gonna unleash hell on Northwestern, and I usually don't say that because they play Iowa tough. They win about half the games, if not more, yeah. against Iowa over the years. Um, but two two straight close losses for Iowa. I think that there's some pent up anger, and there's there's just no pressure on them anymore. They they can't win the West really unless there was a total collapse by Purdue or Wisconsin or Northwestern. So I think they're gonna have some fun today. I like it. Lay like the pints. Whatever Iowa Sam's just said, I, I lost track after. <laughs> no, I, way, I agree with him. I'm going to lay the points, yeah. too. I, I initially no, like Northwestern, but I, I think Sam makes a good case. I'm going to tell Sam. Woo-hoo! I just want to, you know, my, my, my thing is, is I've liked Iowa all year, especially with their tight ends, and I like the fact that they run the ball. Um, and, and I think Northwestern has played hard, some hard, some good football. They've just kind of been stretched to their limit in the last couple of weeks, the teams they played. So I like Iowa. Lay it. Lay it! How about you, Figgy? Well, despite the fact Sam said the Hawkeyes are coming and hell's coming with them, I don't know if I can ride with that tombstone. So I'm going to go with uh, Northwestern to cover the spread on this one. <laughs> I'll still take that because that still means that they'd win, which I'm desperate for. Yeah, hey, I, I understand. They've lost two straight in heartbreaking fashion. Oh, yeah. Vince. I am going to go with Northwestern as well. They've been playing some tough games. I think they could uh, cover it. All right. You got it. All right. uh, Iowa State is next. You got back-to-back. Sammy, Iowa State, 17 over the barrel of bears. Man, Iowa State is rolling right now. I think they've won four in a row. But that line is big, and Baylor is, you know, a bowl team. They will be, I think, at some point. Uh, I'm going to take Baylor. Uh, That's take smart Baylor pick cover. right there, yeah. Smart pick. You go with the rules. Yeah, got to follow the rule. I uh, I agree. I, I think the same thing. Fat line. Baylor's plucky. Tough. Coached well. I'll take Baylor all the way. Big link. I'm thinking along the same lines, guys. The, the line was just a little too large for me. I think Baylor's going to be competitive. Iowa State wins, but I think Baylor covers that spread, so I like Baylor with the points. 
What are you thinking there, Figgy? Yeah, it seems Iowa State normally gets the big victories when you don't expect them to. They'll end up winning by 22 when they're like an eight-point dog. So this is a perfect situation for Baylor to come in and cover the spread. Yeah, perfect, Vince. I'm going to go with you guys. I'm going to follow the lead. Oh, look at that. Unanimous. I like it. All right, uh, let's keep it going. This is my play today. Link. My Which play one? today, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam. Who you like, I Jeff? got Okie State plus the 21 and a half, Lincoln. Oh, I thought you were going to call outright a moment ago. All right. It is a foul uh, well, line. Why? It's 21 and a half. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I just I thought you were going to come back and say you, you you're seeing an upset. You thought Oklahoma State was going to upset Oklahoma and at the uh, in uh, in Norman. Um, I, I agree with you. Look, I think it, I think Oklahoma's going to win this game, but I think Oklahoma State's going to keep it close. So I got to I got to take that that fat line with the points, and especially this rivalry. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, yeah, we both like Okie State. And by the way, they're gonna they're gonna score a lot of points too. FYI. Definitely take the over. It is Big 12 by football at its best. Yeah, you're right on. Uh, what do you got, Fig? Yeah, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State on this one, too. The over-under, by the way, is 80 and a half, which actually seems kind of low for these two teams. But, uh, yeah, give me Oklahoma State. All right, Sammy. I'm going to take Oklahoma to cover. Take Oklahoma, uh, lay the points. Why? This is not a particularly strong Oklahoma State team. You know, they've got they got shut down by Texas Tech and they have a nice win over Boise State, but I don't I don't buy it. All right. It's in Norman. It, yeah, I, I know. It's uh, yeah. Sewer mm-hmm. defense isn't isn't any good. But all right. It's not. All There's right. a defense. Uh, Vince. I, I see this as a slugfest like you guys do. I think it's going to be high scoring, but I think it's going to be a close high score. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. All right. Here we go. Uh, Auburn and Georgia. Auburn, man. Strange team. They're just a strange team. Uh, Georgia's a 14-point favorite, Lincoln, against ah. the Tigers. There's some talk that Gus Malzahn... The boosters are trying to raise money to pay him off and right. get him out. To get him out, huh? And the AD says, no, he's my man. We'll see who wins out. I I think when you hear the rumors that are circulating around a coach, especially this time of the year, I, you have you tend to have a few people kind of check out. Um, and there's a lot of questions surrounding this Albert Tiger team other than Gus Malzahn. With that being said, I like Georgia at home, so I gotta be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay it. You're going to lay 14? Yeah. Right. Figgy. It goes against my better judgment, but, uh, yeah, to your point, Auburn has not been very impressive this year, and, and Georgia can play a little bit. They're riding some some high confidence after last week, so I'm going to go with the Bulldogs to cover the spread. All right. Uh, Sammy. Yeah, I feel like this is a, uh, a booby trap that Auburn's going to be walking into here. Um, I'm going to lay those 14 points with Georgia. It's a booby trap. About being a 14-point underdog. No, like just just walking into, you know, it's Athens, right? Athens, Georgia. Aub- Auburn has not. They've they've gotten shellacked a couple times. I think this is a yes, shellack. Yes, they have. A yeah, shellack and a come- what was your pick again there, Ant? For the, shellack for the record? Shellack and lack uh, I did not pick Oh, you game. haven't picked I, it. I uh, will take 
I will take. I will agree with you and take Georgia. What did Vince say, Vince? Oh, that's shock for everybody. We're all going with Georgia on this one. All right. Stay tuned. Still a couple games left. We'll hit them on the other side and then turn our attention to the NFL. Fellas, brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you. All right, let's uh, let's finish our college breakdown. These are the college games uh, all today. Again, highlighted by number one Alabama against Mississippi State. Uh, Let's continue on. We all liked uh, Georgia over, uh, over Auburn. LSU back now has to shake it off and uh, and go to Arkansas. They're a twelve and a half point favorite. Do you see any letdown after the uh, the hangover from the loss, Link? No, I think they can sleepwalk through Arkansas. So I'm laying it with. You know, it's funny. I think the same thing. They're that bad. I just think the yeah. LSU could dominate. Them. I, I'm I'm with you, Figgy. Give me LSU on this one. With the LSU, you got LSU. All right, you got it. You're laying it too. Yep. And uh, what do you got, Iowa? Uh, yeah, I'm going to lay the points with uh, LSU. Arkansas is just they're getting yeah, they're, they're restarting. Bad. They're starting over. Vince. Yeah, LSU bounce back. They're they're yeah. going to take this one. All right, uh, Irish. No Ian Book, but they're still a 16 point favorite over a bad Florida State team. When Lincoln will Florida State be back? Mm, that's a good question. Florida State's always going to be able to recruit, but you've got to have players. And right now, I don't even know what they're putting out there on the field as far as product wise. Um, with that being said, I, I still think uh, the Irish have enough, even without the Book of Ian. They have enough chapters to finish off Florida State. Did I just do a bad pun like yeah. I was saying? My gosh, I must be. What am I smoking here? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, in Cal- Link, I didn't hear Spurring it, creativity. No. Like I didn't hear the corniness, Link. Because good. Well, it. just uh, no, no, I, then we I, ignored, I ignored it. it. Like when you, you did it, I ignored it because that's good. Not Thank you. you. Um, I I, <laughs> I got to go with Irish. Lay it. All right, I'll lay it too with the Irish. I just I don't see Florida State scoring a lot of points. They're a bad team. What do you think there, uh, Sammy? I'm going to lay the points with the Irish as well. All right, they get it. Fake. Done. Yeah, I'm going Irish too. All right, Vince, is it? Uh, are we again? Oh, we're again. We're all we're all sharing. All I, in? Just, I just can't see Florida State beating them, and I just can't. I just I can't see them scoring any points on them. They've just been terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. Uh, strange day. All right, let's go tonight. Texas, Texas Tech, Texas. It's right here on Fox, seven thirty Eastern, four thirty Pacific. Texas is laying. One and a half. I'm going to jump on Texas Tech. I think Monster let down. Losing a close game like that last week to West Virginia is going to hurt them. And I'll take the Red Raiders. Now, I look for Texas to bounce back, so I'm going to go with the Longhorns in this one. Not the Red Raiders. Not the Red Raiders. Longhorns. (laughs) All right. Sam. Longhorns as well. I'm going to take the Longhorns. All right. All right. How about you, uh, Fig? Hook them horns. Welcome more Vince. I'm going with the Austin Proud. Here they go. All of them. 
right. Uh, last one. Under the lights. What happens under the moon in Chestnut Hill sometimes can be very strange. Clemson is a 19-and-a-half-point favorite against Boston College. And I'll take the Eagles plus the points. In fact, I think this is a touchdown or less game. Lincoln? I'm in agreement with you. I like BC in this one. I actually think it's less than that. I think it comes down to a field goal. I like BC with the points. All right. Uh, what do you think, uh, Sam? I'm right on board there with you. Too, too oh. big of a line. Too big of a line. All right. All right. Fig? Clemson is hitting their stride late in the season. This is a statement game. They will blow Boston College off of their own home field. Give me Clemson on the points. All right, Vince. I'm also going with Clemson. They just they threw up what 77 last week. Yes, they just they're they're unstoppable at this point right now. So they are. Hey, BC's it, ranked. Come on now. You're, you're they are, but BC's dangerous. They got one of the best backs in the country. He's going to play. Uh, look at look at what look at what Clemson's done. 77 against Louisville. 59 against Florida State, 41 against NC State, 63 against Wake, 27 against the Qs. Look what Syracuse Four- did to Florida State, though. Yes. Syracuse having a great year. Oh, yeah. Last one, last night, two Clemson. Uh, 49 against Georgia Tech, 38. We'll come back. NFL's next, fellas. Did you catch that, Link? Did you catch ILO? Why don't you write that in the Players' Tribune, Hayward? <laughs> Revenge. That was good, Ilo. I like that. Good morning, by the way. How are hey, you, Ilo. man? Hey, guys. Bryce Harper is going to make four hundred million dollars. He turned down three hundred, and he will make he will make four hundred million dollars. Is he worth it, Ilo? <laughs> Uh, I just want a pithy response. That's all I want. He's going to get it. You know what? If you're going to get it, does it matter whether you're worth it or not? No, it doesn't. $400 million Bryce is going to get. I don't know why when I hear I know, I start to think baseball a little bit. Hot stove. Yankees. But I do. (laughs) That's probably what it is. Only four months away from fresh John Sterling. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, fellas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate. What are Big Link? Let's uh, talk a little NFL, shall we? Where we are entering this weekend. Your primetime games Monday night, you saw the Cowboys, and, and it really was a shocker, I thought, to, to see uh, that Tennessee come back and beat them. All you know, it, you know, like they survived that horrible start, and I, I just kept waiting for a big play. Even the, late in the game, I kept waiting for Zeke to break one or maybe a screen. Never happened. Tennessee won. You know what? Here's the thing: I, I watched Tennessee a lot this year, and I, I know. You know, the, the record doesn't, to me, doesn't really do the team justice. I actually thought they were playing pretty hard for variable. But what stood out to me with the whole Cowboys thing is that I just had a feeling 
that Dak Prescott was going to try to do his absolute best to get Amari Cooper into the game. And even when he wasn't open. Now, here's the thing about Amari. Amari's a great route runner. He's got speed. He's got he can he he's one of those receivers that can get some separation. And he he basically abused Malcolm Butler on a number of plays, uh, especially the way Malcolm was playing. But the most egregious error in that game is when Dak Prescott forced the ball, tried to get the ball to Cooper in the end zone when oh, he was double yeah, covered. Yeah, a tough one, man. Yeah. You 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 cannot throw that ball. Him. More importantly, there were many times where he was staring him down, trying to wait for him to come open. You cannot do that. And here, it's going to be a learning by by error. All the times that we thought the Cowboys are finally figured it out, their offensive line isn't the way it used to be. The running game is 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 you know at times it looks grand, and most most of the times it doesn't look it's non-existent. But Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott has got to make plays, and he just tried to focus on his front running receiver way too much, and I think it cost him. Yeah, and, and yeah. The kicking you. game, the the kicking game was atrocious. So, so. Yeah, I, I I guess I was I was surprised. I, I and the, even the defense couldn't get timely stops. Well, they got some I mean, turnovers Tennessee, that just couldn't capitalize on the points, though. Couldn't yeah, put but in Tennessee held the ball for these long drives. Yeah. You know, like these epic drives. Uh, where, where you at? Let's take a look in the uh, in your AFC, Lincoln, and uh, give me your, uh, your top six power rankings for the playoffs. For AFC? Um, AFC, obviously, Chiefs would be one. Yeah, Chiefs would be one. You got to put that other team from Boston in there. You know, um, uh, I'm going off of division winners: Chiefs, uh, Pets, and then uh, Steelers, and then out of the South. I think Houston is really making a game, but I'm looking forward to the Houston and Tennessee matchup. I think that's going to tell a lot of both teams. Um, I'm not saying that Jacksonville's done, but I do have a problem with getting behind Blake Bortles, as always, because I think it's going to come down to him trying to win some games, and who knows where their run game is. So with that defense, I think Jacksonville can probably be back into the conversation, but right now I think the Texans are definitely the front runner. They've got the momentum. So after that, you, um, I actually give the Chargers. Chargers a slight edge over the Texans, as a matter of fact. I forgot to mention the Chargers when we was going off the of division winners. Heck, the Chargers might be. The Chargers, in my opinion, are probably better than the Steelers. So I think I like the Chargers a lot. I do. Yeah. So I go Kansas City one, Pats two, Chargers three, Steelers four, Texans five, and then to round it out, give me another one. Who would I say AFC? Going through, going through. Well, it would have to be probably me, Tennessee. It's either Tennessee, Cincinnati, or Baltimore. Baltimore with Flacco out, I think, loses it. They lose the edge. Cincy, I kind of forgot about Cincy. Yeah, it's probably a toss-up between Jacksonville and Cincy. Take your pick. All right, there you have it, the AFC. And uh, as we peruse the NFC, Saints obviously are the top spot after beating the Rams last week. It was a heavyweight fight back and forth. Saints now 7-1. However... Huge problem because they've been looking for wide receiver depth. They need someone opposite Michael Thomas. They've been besieged by injuries at that spot. They think they got it fixed with Des Bryant, and then lo and behold, Des tears his Achilles in practice on Friday. Then the same week he signs. I mean, you talk about being snake bitten. 
With that being said, I still think that the Saints have the overall best team. Now, here's what I will say this about the Saints-Rams game, and this is something I thought about all season, even the first game when the Raiders played the Rams. If you find a way to control that line of scrimmage, there are opportunities for you in the back end, especially with the injuries that the Rams have had in the secondary, especially. Um, but you, it's a big thing. Aaron Donald is a defensive player of the year, in my opinion. And, and you talk about they went out got Fowler trying to add to that pass rush. You have to control that line of scrimmage. If you can do that, then you, there are some open opportunities. But that being said, the Rams are still one of the best teams in the NFC. And I still think they're going to take away, take that division, but they do have some holes on that set on, in that, on that defense. Um, the Saints are a complete package. You know what, 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 what I'm Are they really complete worried. package? I think so. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really think I mean, they. I'm not needed. in love with your defense. I mean, I know well, their defense plays better, and you know, I'm not in love with it. And well, like they, it, go ahead. No, and that spot next to opposite Michael Tom. I'm not saying they're not dynamic or brilliant, but I don't know how. Like, I mean, are they on a super team? I don't know. Well, wouldn't you? You can. You can honestly. I could. I could see if we're taking the two better teams. And both conferences, I can see the Saints being and going up against the Chiefs and being a shootout like the, like we saw against the Rams. Okay, yeah, I mean, can you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's in Kansas City, uh, right? I, mean, I don't, I don't know. It's in the dome for sure, right? I, I think I, you know, when you talk about not having an, another receiver, or another person to go to, you know, Ben Watson has come up big, but he's older. Um, further my tight end spot. Um, they do need to develop it, but I just think overall with the, the, the versatility they have on their offense, especially if they can keep the running game minus the turnovers, because I think what really took away a lot of the momentum initially in the game is that Mark Ingram fumble. Now, the Rams weren't able to capitalize on it. It would have been different. If the Rams are able to make you one-dimensional to where you have to pass to get back in the game, advantage them, because there's not going to be anybody who's going to stop Aaron Donald when he wants to turn it loose. But he needs yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you, bro. I, 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 you know, it's funny because, look, I like I, I, that Saints offense is obviously dynamic, but it's just interesting to see, you know, can their defense get some stops? They're kind of very similar. That's why that Rams thing was also like that game was a was a great heavyweight game, man. Yeah, it truly was. And you know, for what it's worth, I mean, I want to get your I want to get your top six NFC. What are your top six before I go to my next point? What's your top six NFC? I go uh, Saints, Rams, two. I go uh, I go Eagles, three, because I do think the Eagles, even four and four, they're a dangerous team. I love the Golden Tate pickup. I Agreed. got mi- uh, Actually, I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota, three, Eagles, four. Okay. I'm not a believer in the Bears. Okay. Uh, I'm not a believer in the Panthers. I like the, I think the Seahawks and Falcons are both dangerous because the Seahawks are one of these teams that just know how to win. Yeah. And Atlanta's offense is is tremendous. Right. It's a game-changing offense. So I would put Atlanta there too. I mean, I, I guess I got to put the Bears I just don't believe in Trubisky yet. 
Well, I'm actually impressed with Trubisky's play because he's using all Are of you? his weapons. Yeah, it, it, he's look. He's for what it's worth, and and the, especially the place which he's playing in. I think he's stepped up to the to 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 really do the job. He's using his legs when he needs. He's getting down. He's protecting himself. He's not really risky and careless with the ball overall. But I, I do like it. And of course, when the Bears' their defense is healthy, I think that really sets a, a precedent for who they are as far as true identity. With that being said, you know the, the thing about the NFC to me is that, and what I've what I've taken pleasure out of this year is that the notable powerhouses have played each other at one point or another. I mean, you've had Vikings, Saints, you've had Rams, Vikings, you've had, you know what I'm saying? All that. Yeah, has, you're gonna have uh, Eagles, Saints, and Eagles, Rams coming up exactly. Too. And so that's that's great because it gives you a real good gauge on how good yeah, these teams are. And you don't always have that in an NFL season for reasons, you know, the schedule and the computer, what it is. But that's actually great when you come to the power. I think the NFC overall is uh, is ahead of the AFC as far as power rankings uh, go. And I agree. So. Yeah, I agree. So. I, so, although I'll so tell you one, Lincoln. What's that? I cannot wait. You were there. I cannot wait for Mexico City and Saints. Chiefs, excuse me, Rams, Chiefs, Rams, Chiefs, yeah. That Rams, yeah. Chiefs game, wow, that's going to be an incredible game. I, I'm, I'm curious, especially to see what somebody is able to do to bring Patrick Mahomes back down to earth. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's on his way for Rookie of the Year, uh, not Rookie of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, MVP type of numbers and stuff like that. Um, um, but the, the thing is, is when you watch Kansas City. And their offensive weapons with Andy Reid. You know what their defense is. We knew that coming into the season, they were going to have trouble. They can outscore you. It's almost like a, a Big 12 football game. You can literally see shootouts with dominant offenses like the Rams, and you know just projecting on paper, you could see it coming down to a you know 52-48 game. Totally, totally. You're 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 so right. It's a shame that game is on uh, is is on ESPN. <laughs> On Monday Night Football, <laughs> you wanted to be on Fox with Buck and and and, uh, and, and Aikman. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I like I, lo- I like the Thursday Night Broadcast. Mm-hmm. I really do. I mean, the, no, I and I can't stand the Monday Night. I just can't stand it. It's it, it's it, it's hard. Hence why I turned down the sound, my friend. <laughs> I, I've been joining you recently. We'll come back and uh, let's start going over the card coming up next. In the NFL. He's Lincoln Kennedy. I'm Anthony Gargano. Together with the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive. It's simple. Plug in Snapshot, drive, and earn discounts for safe driving. Save more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. The fellas... We're brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member and Discover Card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com backslash match. Limitations to apply. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And we are pleased to be joined by our other brother from another mother, Brian Baldinger, 12-year NFL veteran, NFL analyst. Good morning, Baldy. How you doing, brother? Good morning, Lincoln. Cuz, how the fellas doing this morning? You guys good? Yeah, good, yeah, except Lincoln's a little forlorn, Baldy, because nobody can beat Alabama. <laughs> well, there's there's a couple teams out there that want to give him a shot. 
we'll see if you know Michigan can get there. See what that defense can do to Tua and that offense. And Clemson's out there, so there's still some formidable foes that might be able to give them a game, but they sure look unbeatable at this point. Yeah, but Barty, see that's my problem, and this is what we talked about earlier. It's like you know I, I like parity. But it seems yep. almost anticlimactic. I mean, you're coming into college football season, and you know you know what Alabama does with their schedule. They 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 believe the teeth of their SEC is going to get them over it, and it's the only team I think that could suffer a loss and still be in the playoffs um, if it happens. And it, we already know it's probably not going to happen. But it's almost like walking into a movie theater and knowing what the ending is. What am I looking? At? What am I watching for? Well, like I said, like I mean, we still got to play it all the way out. You always got to play it out. Um, you know, I'd like to see. Harbaugh and that Michigan defense go up against them at some point. I think we all would like to see it and see if they can, you know, pierce um, really the formula that Nick Saban has. Let's face it. He has basically mastered college football from the recruiting to the coaching to the development to the facilities. I mean, he's mastered it. So he's the master. And so, you know, how do you take the master down? And that's what everybody's shooting for right now. So that, to me, is still worth watching. I mean, I, I don't think you have to you know, these SEC games, you're not, you're not going to get the matchup. But I think when you get to January, you might you might see a matchup that could be really tantalizing, like much like it was a year ago. Make sure you follow Baldy at Baldy NFL on Twitter. You don't want to miss Baldy's breakdowns. Incredible stuff. A lot of great stuff on the Cowboys, the Cowboys offensive line this week as well. Uh, but l- let me get back to Clemson, Baldy. Do you give Clemson – a shot. They got a big one tonight. And, and, you know, crazy things happen under the moon in Chestnut Hill. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I understand that in, you know, conference game and all that stuff. But I just think the athletes that Dave Sweeney has been recruiting and then coaching and then putting them into the next level wins out. I mean, it's still about the horses. And I think he's got far much, you know, too much speed for Boston College to contend with tonight. And, look, the quarterback still may make some mistakes on the road in that atmosphere, but I think they have the athletes to overcome all of that. Baldy, where are you at this weekend, man? Lincoln, I am looking out here at an absolute frigid Bill Snyder family stadium. I mean, it's, it's 12 <laughs> degrees out there right now. 12 degrees. I just made the walk up to the basketball arena here, about a five-minute walk to do this camera meeting with my cameraman today. And I'm telling you, that's as cold as I've been in a long time, and that was five minutes. And really, <laughs> that's that's really going to be the story in the second half of the NFL season is with these offenses, and really college football too, with these offenses that want to throw it as much as they do and as good as these quarterbacks have been, I don't know of any quarterback outside of Brady that could play well in the weather that I just walked through just now. Maybe uh, Carson from uh, North Dakota. Well, we'll see. I mean, Carson gets his, you know, Sunday night against Division Foe, two weeks off, and a, and a new weapon. We'll see, you know, just what Carson could do in the second half. He's had opportunities to win games at the end, and he hasn't been able to finish games uh, against Tennessee and against Carolina, but he's certainly going to get those opportunities because here in the second half. Baldy, we're curious. You know, we were talking extensively about the NFC and the Saints. Um, what do you think their weakness is? Of course, they beat the Rams to take care of business. It's only one game, uh, but you know how football is. It's not the best of three series or five like other sports. Uh, what are your what are your weaknesses? What are your thoughts on the weaknesses of the Saints? 
Well, I mean, it's the secondary right now, Link. I mean, when you watch them, I mean, going back from the, their only loss of the season, when Ryan you know, Fitzpatrick just lit them up, and then they went to a zone defense after the first two weeks because they couldn't stop anybody from throwing the ball over their head. And then they went and made the trade for Eli Apple, so they want to get back to really a, a press man type defense where they really challenge the receivers at the line of scrimmage. And outside of Lattimore, who isn't the same player that he was a year ago, he's still good, but he hasn't gotten back to the form. But Crowley and Lattimore and Apple and P.J. Williams, they've all gotten beat over the top. So right now, they'd love to be able to press them at the line of scrimmage link and then, you know, get Davenport healthy with Cam Jordan, you know, with uh, Okafor right now. They've got the number one run defensive football across the board week in, week out. They've, they've just limited everybody, including Todd Gurley last week. But the weakness, I think, is on the back end of that defense. Well, the, the, we see the, uh, the the big teams, the Rams, the Saints. We see the Patriots. We we know, like, you know, who, who are Jeez. Kansas City, right? Like, is there a team out there that's starting to take form for the second half that you go, watch out for this team that come out of nowhere? Well, I mean, the Steelers are going to come out of nowhere, but we just saw what they did at Carolina Thursday night. I mean, they've won five in a row, and they're as hot as any team outside of the Saints right now. And that team, I think, is maybe – they've got a lot of young talent on defense, a lot of young players that they've drafted, and they're all kind of coming along. You know, they, they're not great, but you watch what Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt did the other night. Those are first-round draft picks. They start, they're starting to look like Steelers. But I would say the Steelers are certainly a team that you have to pay attention to. Um, you know, and outside of them right now, I mean, I, I don't know uh, who else really kind of scares you that could sneak up into the playoffs right now. I think that the Eagles are going to be a team like that when you get to December that are going to be that type of team. But we got to see them start stacking some wins together the way the Steelers are right now. Anybody in the North? Well, I mean, I think the Vikings are still going to be a good team. Defensively, they've played real well the last uh, five weeks. So I think the Vikings are still a good football team. Um, you know, they got Dalvin Cook back, and you saw the 70-yard run off left tackle last week. I mean, he can, uh, you know, he's a home run hitter for them, and they haven't had that guy outside of last week all year. So I would say that the Minnesota Vikings, I don't think their offensive line is the quality that you need, but I mean, they've got everything in place right now to, to kind of make a run. Who do you, what do you see when you when you study the Chiefs? I know they've got enough weapons, and Patrick Mahomes is basically fearless with this offense. But i got to think after eight games, you, you've seen sort of a, maybe a weakness or something that defenses might be able to take advantage of or at least try to get to. You know, it's interesting, Link. You know, the all-time touchdown passing leader in a season for the Chiefs, believe it or not, is Lenny Dawson. I mean, 30 touchdown passes is the record for the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes may very well break it tomorrow. I mean, he's at 29 now. I mean, he might shatter Lenny Dawson's record. That has stood for well over 40 years. So, I mean, you know, you see Kareem Hunt. Watch what he does in the second half of the season right now. They've kind of been doing it without Kareem Hunt. But he's still the NFL's rushing leader from a year ago. And so this is the type of weather and conditions where he's going to get a lot of touches. So, look, the Chiefs' defense, this, they drafted this kid out of Mississippi, Breland Speaks, he's getting better, and D. Ford's having a great year. I mean, they're not great on defense, but 
they're not terrible either. And so when you're scoring like they're scoring, and they get to play with the lead, you can take a few more chances. So I don't think there's anything in nine games that you've seen from Patrick Mahomes that teams can go, oh, we'll force him to the left. We'll keep him in the pocket. Uh, we'll drop eight and play zone. I mean, teams have tried everything, and he's pierced everything that he's seen so far. All right, Baldy, last thing from me, and uh, we talk a lot about the top. Let's go to the bottom and a team that's that's really trying to struggle to find its way. Troy Aikman said the Cowboys need to blow it all up and start over. Do you agree? I don't disagree, but I don't know what that means. Does that mean Jerry Jones has to go out and find a true general manager and relieve his sons of duty? Because that's not going to happen. So... I'm not sure. I mean, I heard Troy's comments, and I didn't disagree that it might have to get all blown up. I mean, they fired an offensive line coach halfway through the season, presumably because they weren't playing well up front, and they hired their assistant offensive line coach, and they were as dysfunctional on Sunday night as they or Monday night as they've been all year. I mean, just running plays that you can't run on the goal line, and a quarterback that is being sacked with a two-man rush. So, I mean, they're still dysfunctional. Um, there are certain things that they have to fix. Right now, Dak Prescott is the most sacked quarterback in the league. Like one every eight and a half passes, he's being sacked. Like you wow. can't put yourself in that. Where in comparison, for the fans after listening, I mean, Andrew Luck is getting sacked once every thirty-four passes. So, if you're constantly putting yourself in a negative situation, they're just not good enough. And it takes Zeke Elliott out of the equation if you're constantly second and long or third and long, or third and long and punting. So they have to got to get that fixed, and a lot of it is Dak. Just take the safety valve. Take, take Zeke Elliott and get your four yards and get to the next down, but he's holding it far too long, and then up front, they have not played well. You lose an all-pro center. I mean, most teams, most offensive lines get worse quickly when they lose their center. Yeah, you called that. You called yeah. that. All the great stuff is always, Thanks, my Baldy. brother. Appreciate it, man. Okay, guys. Yeah, you man. I'll talk to you guys Stay next warm. Week. Stay warm, right, brother. Right. Stay warm. The great <laughs> Brian Baldinger, NFL Network. We're the fellas. He's so right, man. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You, you guys, you and him know, know the uh, know particularly that position incredibly well. I mean, well. You know, it, it's it's so it's just common knowledge, and I know we got training with Ilo, but I'm just saying his point about you know when you get sacked as many times as Dak has been sacked, you take a, you take Zeke out, and he's yeah. right. Last week Tennessee got uh, there was a two and three man rush, and they got pressure on the quarterback. They they sacked him. Yeah. Of course, he's holding the ball a little long, in my opinion. But I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's a team effort. So so right. I know, Lord of Trendings. Anthony and Lincoln, let's start in the NBA, where on Friday night, the Jazz knocked off the Boston Celtics 123-115, to and Gordon Hayward's return to Utah behind 27 from Joe Ingles. Hayward, 13 points and 7 assists, but was just 3 of 9 from the field. The Sacramento Kings improved to 7-5 with a win over the Timberwolves by 25 from Willie Cauley-Stein. In Denver, the Nets and Nuggets were tied at 110 in the final seconds. Levert, windmills with the ball, 4 seconds, 3 seconds. Here's Levert driving, putting it up with 1 to go, and he hits it! Karis Levert hits the shot with 3 tenths of a second to go, and the Nets lead at 112-110. to That would be the final with a call on Nets Radio in college football Friday night. Number 13, Syracuse. Blue. Excuse me. I just got a text. 
<laughs> oh. Also in the NBA Friday night, Joel Embiid delivered 42 points, 18 rebounds, and four blocks as the Sixers defeated the Hornets in overtime, 133 to 132. Happy? Yes, I am, Milo. Uh, 267 number. As I was saying in college football Friday night. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> number 13, maybe it was from Pat's. Number 13, Syracuse, <laughs> blew out Louisville 54-23. to Boise State knocked off number 23, Fresno. Who keeps texting me? <laughs> Boise State, who am I forgetting? Never should have tweeted my number. Boise State knocked off number 23, Fresno State, 24-17. to And finally, in college basketball Friday night, Buffalo won at 13th-ranked West Virginia, 99-94, as C.J. Massenburg had 41 points with nine three-pointers and 14 rebounds. In a related story, Massenburg will be starting at quarterback for the Bills Sunday against the Jets. <laughs> Anthony, Lincoln, Why back not? to you. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I love you. Never fail to bring it. Fellas, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, let's go for our NFL breakdown. How was that? Was that prettier or uglier, Vince? The NFL. Sorry about that. My bad. Sorry about that. Uh, It was a little bit prettier. Link, you went 10-2. and and wow. Anthony, you hit uh, eight and four. So uh Damn. Pretty, pretty much better overall than the uh, college picks. Yeah. <laughs> a lot better. Ten and two. Better. Damn. That's pretty good. A combined eighteen and six, boy. Yeah, not bad. All right. Let's try to keep this going, all right? I like it. By the way, are you ready for this line? The Bills. Twenty eight and a half over Alabama. Wow. I literally read that. A One of these <laughs> online books came up with the uh, – they did the Bills, Alabama, and came up with Buffalo 28 and a half. Who, who would you take? I'm still taking anybody who's playing Alabama. <laughs> I want to see them lose. <laughs> well, they're not this big uh, big dog to the Bills. I know, I know, I know. But, no, I would take – in that instance, I would take Bama with the points because I think they can score on Bills. <laughs> Bills can't score as well. All right, uh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, big one. Uh, New Orleans, is there a letdown? They have to go to Cincinnati. But Cincinnati wounded no A.J. Green, and the Saints are a five-and-a-half-point choice. You know, we, we were talking about Cincinnati earlier, and I completely forgot about them, but this will be a true test. And, of course, it is, you know, one of the big things that have been against the Bills. I mean, not Bills. Uh, the Saints is their outdoor play, but they I think they've answered that. I just think the Saints are a better team. I'm going to go with the Saints. Lay it. Yeah, I hear you. I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals. That's right. That's right. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I like them outside against the Saints. Atlanta, Cleveland. Atlanta, five over the Browns in Cleveland. I don't think the, the you know Baker Mayfield and this offense will be able to keep up with that offense of the Falcons. So I'm going with the uh, Falcons. Yeah, I I I, I, I want to so badly take the uh, the the Browns, but I I agree with you. I just don't I don't I don't think they can do it. I don't think they can match points. So I'll take Atlanta as well. By the way, fellas, brought to you by Discover Card. Become a new card member. 
and Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned, dollar for dollar, at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com backslash match limitations apply. I think we can move further on to Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Battle of the three and five AFC South teams. Culture a three-point favorite over fading quickly Jacksonville. Here's the thing. I Again, Baldy brought up a great point. I think Luck is the least sacked quarterback in the league, and I think that pays well to win him getting, getting rid of the ball. More importantly, his ability to go to his tight ends. I think that gives them a distinct advantage, especially with the size that they have a tight end position. I like the tight ends to be a big part of this offense against Jacksonville and help negate a lot of things they do on the rush by forcing either linebackers or safety to cover. So I'm going to take Indianapolis in this one. All right, I'm going to take Jacksonville. I, I just don't something about Indiana I don't trust, and uh, not that I trust Bortles, but I'm going to take uh, the Jags plus the three. I'm all dogs mostly, uh, I, except for Atlanta. I like. The Lions plus six and a half against the Bears, Link. Uh, I know the Lions got drilled last week by Minnesota. I just think, I don't believe the Bears could be laying six and a half. They probably win the game, but I think it's a field goal game. Well, I came into it thinking the exact same thing. I'd like the Lions with the points. I think the Bears win, but I think it's a tighter ball game. So I'm, 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 giving, I'm also with you on Lions with the points. All right. Uh, let's go to Kansas City. Where the Josh Rosens have to visit Kansas City. Oh boy. Yeah, buddy. It was seventeen. It's now down to sixteen and a half. Oh, so you got a lot of money coming in on the on the cards, huh? The two and six Arizona Cardinals. Mm. What do you do? Nah. I I can't see. Even even against Kansas City's defense, I can't see this Arizona offense actually putting together the score 16 <laughs> points to keep it close. I have to lay it with the Chiefs. I know. I, I feel the same way. You would think rest, letdowns, yeah. all right. this stuff that it would, would have to occur. But again, how does Arizona score on this? And all they got to do is just have one of these halves and and they're up 31 to nothing. Exactly. And they cruise. And, and then the fact that they're at Arrowhead. So you know yeah. they're going to be playing with the crowd behind them and and wanted want to impress. So I just don't see how Arizona's no, going to score. I agree. All right, we'll both take Kansas City. All right, uh, let me get one more in uh, before we take a quick to Tennessee and New England. The Patriots a seven point favorite in Tennessee. Are you buying? You buying the Titans? I'm buying the Titans here. I'm taking them with the points. All right. I think they keep it close. I don't think they beat New England, but I think they keep it close. At home. At home. I'm going to give him a little bit of an edge. I think Vrabel is going to try to prove something to his old team, prove that he he belongs uh, in the league and wants to go up against Belichick. And just defensively, they try to make it interesting and hard on Brady. Yeah, all good points. That said, I just go Brady v. Mariota. Oh, well, there's no comparison there. Come on well, now. I mean, that's the quarterbacks. <laughs> they, they, you know, I mean, but that's you're gonna you're, you're gonna. It's a touchdown difference. Who do you trust more? Obviously, Brady. Well, yes, but at the same point, I still think that they can find a way to keep it close. 
I even don't. even if you go even if you go you know trade a, a couple sevens here for or threes, it's not like New England's offense is, is Kansas City. Yeah, but again, I don't trust Mariota to put up enough okay. points. I'm going to take Tennessee, uh, the New England Patriots. I hear you. you got Tennessee. I got Tennessee. We'll come back in just a moment and finish what is a very interesting NFL Sunday. It's tomorrow. We're the fellas. It's a game day Saturday right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Fellas LK, I'm Cuz. Uh-huh. Right here on Fox. Let's do it. Swip it, baby. Swip it. Next game on the card for tomorrow, the Redskins visit Tampa. Watson is wounded. Lose both its guards. Tackle. Three O linemen down. They face Tampa. Now, Tampa's weakness is, you know, it's defense. But I don't think that Washington can exploit it. Give me the Buccaneers minus the three. Oh, wow. I think the Redskins bounce back. I think they were overmatched, outmatched against Atlanta, but I think they can easily handle Tampa, so I like the Redskins. Joe McCoy, baby. (laughs) I still like the Redskins. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. I I don't know. All right, Alabama versus Bobby. uh, The Jets. (laughs) Versus Buffalo. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And uh, there'll be no Sam Darnold, and there'll be no Josh Allen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Darnold, uh, because of the uh, elbow injury, is out. So uh, it'll be Josh McCown for the Jets over Darnold. The Jets are a seven-point favorite. Isn't it a shame you're without your starting quarterback, you're still a seven-point favorite? <laughs> I know. I, I, this is a stinker. It happens this is, this when, yeah. you know, you're talking about Peterman. Yeah. Buffalo has no offense. They got to lay with the Jets. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think you got to go Jets as well. Uh, Oakland and the Chargers. Speaking oh. of direct. Mm. Sorry, my friends. The uh, Chargers, a 10-point favorite over the Raiders. Dude, last Thursday night, there was an instance in the 49er game where I just took off my headset and turned around with our producer, and I said, I have nothing to say. I said, I don't know what I'm looking at. It's so disheartening as an offensive lineman when you can't give your quarterback three seconds. Literally. There were times, and we're talking about the 49ers. I'm not talking about... You know, the Doomsday's defense, we're talking about the 49ers. Talking about the Niners. Niners. Couldn't give give Derek Carr three. The pocket was collapsing on a four-man rush. Two games, two stunts. It was collapsing around you. What was worse, the protection or the defense uh, against Nick Mullins? Well, what was more that was equally i don't think you can you can pick your poison in that instance because here we are in week 8 and i saw a defense that was confused on where to get and how to line up in week 8 wow so I guess you're going to chargers huh lay it <laughs> uh, i would concur packers 10 over the dolphins call me a sucker it's the do- it's the Packers. I gotta find out the temperature 
Sunday at Lambeau, but it's a 10-point favorite. The Dolphins can't keep this. I mean, this Packer team isn't that good. No. Brock Osweiler, I believe. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know. I, I, you know, Sunday, the high is 35 degrees. Ooh. Packers. 10-mile-an-hour winds. I yeah, still kind of like the do- Dolphins. Uh, you, you still like the, the Dolphins? I kind of do. I just think it's a oh. lot too many points. Oh. Lay it. All right. I'll, I'll take it and be a sucker. Mm-hmm. Rams 9 over Seahawks. That seems like a hell of a lot of points, too, no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a, is there a letdown from the Rams playing that mm-hmm. big time? I'm no. taking Seattle. No, because here's the thing. I, I think Seattle's going to play them tough, and I'm taking Seattle with the points. But I do, for the most part, think it's a statement game, not only to the, to the world, but also to the Rams internally. Because, you know, you lose a heartbreaker in, in New England, but you're still one of the favorites in the NFC, and you've got to take care of business against your divisional foes. You don't want to see this team back in the playoffs for any reason, so you know, where they can run a chance. So I think this is a statement game. But with that being said, I still think it's a lot of points, so I'm taking Seattle with the points. All right, I'm going to take Seattle with the points, too. The Eagles, Sunday night, versus the Cowboys, NFC East battle. The Eagles, a seven-point favorite. Mm, I'm going to take – I think the Eagles win it, but I'm going to take the Cowboys with the points. I think it's a closer – just a rival game. I expect to be a little bit closer than that. All right, I'm going to say double digits. <laughs> I'm going to tell you to lay it. Golden <laughs> Tate, the offense is a – much like I said with Brady v. Mariota, right. Wentz v. Prescott, I, again, the I don't know that he they can keep up, keep up and score with the Eagles because I think the Eagles are going to be able to move the ball and I think the Eagles are going to be able to score. So that said, I'll take the Eagles minus the seven mm-hmm. – the Monday night game, your Niners uh, minus three and a half against the G-Men, Link. Oh, boy. Lay Do you it. believe in Nick Mullins? No, I don't, but he's better than the G-Men collectively, so lay it. <laughs> Odell Beckham says they're going to win eight in a row. Uh, yeah. Odell he Beckham was also sleeping with They're going to go eight in a row <laughs> and win nine and be nine and seven and win the division. Yeah, I don't believe I'm it. I'm going to take the Giants. Oh, brother. The Giants are going to win. And hey, go before we go, I want to throw row. this out there. I want to throw this out there. Thanks for everybody. The uh, thank you to all the veterans. Sunday we support Veterans Day and uh, celebrate. Thank you for all the veterans and the hard work and the service that you do to keep this company, this country safe. Thank you and happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Amen. Happy birthday to my little aunt, eleven eleven. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. <laughs> 